Hello and welcome to the Xbox World Strongcast for the 25th of May, 2008, maybe. No, 2012. But it's like 2008 because I'm here reunited at last. And it feels so good with uh, Tim Weaver, the Weave. Hello there. And Rob, the Toolbox. Taylor. <laughs> Didn't invent that nickname. I, I think it was just Rob the Tool Taylor, isn't it? <laughs> or the box. Um, I think the tool's better. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing, Rob? I'm very well, thanks, Mike. First podcast in a long time. Intimidated? Uh, yeah, I'm really nervous. I, 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 won't, I won't deny that I was puking up half the night. Um, I'm now on a, I'm on a powerful energy drink and sedatives so that, that, to get that, me that through. That can of Hulk smash energy drink is I'm on, a, I'm on a speedball of, of designer drugs to get me through what, this. Uh, what the readers can't, uh, listeners can't see is uh, that... that Rob genuinely is on the edge a little bit. I haven't having just downed a whole can of energy drink. Yeah, it was I, just before we came on air, rambling incoherently about us. So it should make for a good podcast. Sex noises. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty much pretty much hyped for this. I'm going to try and tone it down a bit. So we're going to be talking about E3 because this podcast is going to be going up on the uh, 25th. We're actually recording a couple of days before that because you know important men, busy schedules. You know how it is, and. Um, it's going to be our last podcast before E3, but we'll be podcasting from the E3 show. Now, of course, that won't be the usual Xbox World team. That will be a big smush of different guys from different magazines and so on. But I'll be there. Dan Dawkins will be there, who you know you guys know. Uh, and so will Matt Castle, again, another familiar voice to you guys. So it's kind of a strong cast by proxy. But for now, we're going to be talking about what's coming up to E3. We're talking about past E3 stories, the best E3s in the old days. Probably going to hear some stories you've heard before. That's okay, it's, just, it's nostalgia, right? Here are some stories about shootings, Future's muggings. big on recycled content, you know. There you go. Yeah. And steak. Steak. Lots of Strong steak. steak. Strong What's the first steak. E3 you went to, Tim? Oh, Mike, now you got me. Uh, 19... 64? <laughs> no, it was uh, 19... I think it was 1998. I think we're actually in like the 24th year of E3 now or something, yeah. something like that. But, but back then, the first one I went to wasn't even in LA. It was in Atlanta. And Atlanta... Um, Atlanta, Georgia. Isn't... The, trying to be diplomatic about it. It, it isn't this kind of city that I, I would really want to spend much time in, really. Atlanta, not Atlantic City or anything? No, Atlanta. Atlantic City is like, a little bit like LA, I think, right? In Atlantic City's a, a little bit like the Vegas. Not like LA, sorry, the Vegas. Vegas yeah, of the so East Coast, gambling. yeah. Yeah. So, a place like that it would be sort of set up for a major conference, but, whereas but, Atlanta... But Atlanta is is like right right in the sort of Bible Belt, I guess, and it's, it's, um, it's a city home to Coca-Cola, home to yeah. CNN, so you know it's got some big business there, and you know there there were a couple of nice parts, but um, but the part that Future put us up in was uh, was certainly not one of them. Uh, that was a uh, that was a a, a a deeply traumatic uh, couple of days. Uh, <laughs> what was your hotel like? Well, the, the hotel, as as you'd expect, was um, was like the Bates Motel. Really, I mean, it was uh, it was just full of. Um, Boy, yeah, borderline psychopaths, um, ignorant, rude staff. Yeah, uh, the rooms were shambolic. Shambolic. Yeah, the self-righteous Pharisees, Bible bashing. No, not really. No, I must confess, not 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 that. But you but, weren't christened like inadvertently christened like <coughs> seven times on your way to the toilet. No, no, I was. In fact, I would have welcomed that, um, given that when we went down to reception uh, one time and we said to them, "Oh." Uh, that one of the guys in our group was uh, was a smoker, and, and he, he asked them, 
uh, where the nearest place he could get cigarettes was. And she said, oh, it's just, uh, you know, it's just a block down the road there. He said, okay, great, I'll, I'll just walk down there. She said, oh, no, 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 don't walk it. Get, get a cab. He was like, no, it's just a, just a block. I walk all the time. Like, Seriously, sir, don't, don't walk it. I, I really would advise you to get a cab. So it was a pretty great part of town, and uh, Future really saw us saw us through with that with that hotel. Oh, I mean, what Future always does. You should read some of the reviews of the hotel. I'm yeah, staying. I mean, the, I mean, the hotel this, this year might. It sounds great. I mean, I'm reading really reviews right now. Uh, front desk receptionist got into an argument with all guests who checked in. <laughs> 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 we were checking out, and, to- and the receptionist would, uh, would wouldn't give us a print out receipt because uh, he was re- he was so rude. Um, how about? Uh, the hotel's very run down and shabby. Uh, the, the room was clean except for the old smoking smell and stained carpet. <laughs> the hallway smelled like urine. <laughs> and weed, I'd imagine. I mean, the bottle of water from the gift shop was a used refilled bottle. <laughs> <laughs> and where are the publishers staying, Mike? I would imagine not, not with us. The I mean, old it's Chateau worth, It's worth saying that I'm actually sharing. I said this on the, uh, the podcast last time that um, I'm sharing with Matt Castle the whole week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna christen him while he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it's always it probably sticks in uh, listeners' craw that we complain about going to E3. We're not complaining about going to E3, more just like it's just we're, we're laughing about the fact. We that laugh we... about it because it's um it's to be honest, you, you work so hard at these events, you kind of well maybe not Rob, but everyone else works so hard at these events yeah. that by the end of those night, you kind of care where you're sleeping as long as it's well, prepared. You'll you'll be, you'll be pleased to know, guys. I'm not at all surprised that when I went to E3, I stayed at the uh, the Grafton on Sunset, which was uh, one of the nicest and most expensive. But that wasn't with hotels. Future, was it? No, I was on the midway dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great time. So after I'd finished doing Never afraid day, of a bribe. I, I came down to the pool to... Uh, to, <laughs> to receive to your brown envelope. <laughs> 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 to work on my notes. And uh, there was basically a bunch of BBW porn stars there. And they were like these big jiggly ladies. Like BBW, three, that's big, beautiful women, right? They were hot. Uh, big and they were the tiniest, women. tiniest like thongs and bikinis. And they were just frolicking in the pool for about two hours. So I just sat there with a towel over my crotch and a beer in my hand and drank the LA atmosphere in. Rob likes them big. Yeah, he does. But we should say before, uh, because everyone on the internet thinks we're bent, but we always have to clarify this, and I know you listeners have heard it before. What happened is, like, a major publisher will say, like, you know, we really want Xbox World to cover this really big game of ours, and we have to shrug our shoulders and go, well, no, we're not actually there. because, And so instead they'll go, well we'll bring you so you can see this game and of course while you're there you'll get to see a lot of other stuff as well so mm-hmm. it actually works out really well for the mag yeah. this year however we are um, on Future Star which means I get to stay in a hotel which has um, apparently curtains that haven't been changed since the 70s awesome. and uh, the Hollywood sign view is not exactly that it's a view of a high rise apartment if you look closely off in the distance you can see the sign <laughs> what I liked most in the reviews you read now in the office Mike was when they were talking about uh about some people said this is the worst hotel I've ever stayed yeah, in on, one on guy, earth one guy said I, I stay in hotels 180 days of the year and this is the worst hotel I've ever stayed in <laughs> another, one, another one says uh, TV is a CRT <laughs> with very poor picture <laughs> it's going to be a trip isn't it AC unit was not blowing out cigarette odour but it was not able to cool it. Was it? But it wasn't able to cool the room either. That was one of the good points. <laughs> well, the reason Future booked us into this hotel, by the way, was because um, 
apparently the Wi-Fi is really good, mm. so we can get oh, we can get <laughs> all of our pod, can get our podcast yeah. back home. <clears throat> Review: Free Wi-Fi was again very slow. <laughs> Wasn't sure if Google would even load. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like CVG and Games Radar will be running on empty then for the next. Oh, that sounds week. good. Oh, how, how many E3s did you do, Rob? I only did one. Just the one? Yeah, and it was the, it was the <coughs> crap one. It was the officially crap one. The, the, the one that Is that was, the one where, it was, where it, Microsoft no closed their conference with um, Final Fantasy? <laughs> That was a really crap. Well, that know. was the one. I was at the pool. Was it the one when they were trying it? When they tried to turn it into like a trade, sort of trade only kind of affair. Something like that. I mean, it was the year that they banned the booth base, which was obviously yes. Very so for bad two day. years, it, it was yeah. um, the year in two thousand seven. They had a hundred thousand people turn up or something in those like, those numbers. And in the year you went, it was like twenty thousand. Yeah, I mean, when I was, I, I mean, I did um, Leipzig, obviously now Cologne. Uh, the year before, on that year, and and they were fantastic, and I, and I went to E3 and I was so disappointed. But but then again, you know, whilst I didn't get the E3 atmosphere, it was a great trip. I was able to get a lot, you know, despite the reputation, I was able to get quite a lot of work done, spend more time with the people that matter, do some good interviews, and mm-hmm. and, and also get a lot of okay, yeah, like. I ordered like 19 side salads at the Grafton, and um, <laughs> oh, wow. they were each about they were about thirty dollars each. Well, you will stay in these expensive places. I bet Mike's. Hotel won't have thirty dollars salads. In fact, no. I doubt they even have salads. The room probably costs thirty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, if uh, if Future had given me the money, I probably could have put us up in a in a better hotel. Yeah. But then we would all been spread all over the city. Yeah. But we know. To, to be fair, like that, that or even getting there is is a is a good thing. I'd I mean, love to go. Because Future is sending a whole whole bunch of people, and any way you can get there is a good thing. Yeah. Like Tim said, we make fun of it, and oh, we make great buzz. Great we, fun. But I mean, to be fair. Almost every like media outlet, when you're sending like nine people, you send them as cheaply as possible. So we've ended up in the old, um, the old 1970s chateau. And, and the PRs will look at, at, at for you when you're there, and you'll get some you'll get some great nights out. So there'll be the hard work in the day. Well, it, see, I mean, that's the thing about E3. It's like you don't you work all day, and then you stay up all night at parties, sort of, and you get work done there as well because yeah. there's always people to talk to. Yeah, you network, don't you? I met the uh, the one I went to. I met the guy who does the voice of Cole in uh, so Gears I. of War, the yeah. Cole Train, who absolutely loves playing Cole, yeah. and will at a moment's notice break out the Cole voice. Like a silverback gorilla. He's, he's a beast. Is, yeah, he's a gigantic man. Yeah, he's a great gigantic, voice. great voice. Yeah. Also met the guy who does the voice of um, of uh, Marcus Phoenix, I think, who's um, famous. He's a comedian. What's his oh, name? Uh, Joe, Joe, Joe DiMaggio. Okay. No, is it not, Joe? Not Joe. No, he's, a, um, he's a dead baseball player. Yeah. He's, 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 the, he's the Maggio, though. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio is a baseball player. Yeah. Hooked up with what's, his, what's his name? John, the, John, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah. he's the voice of Bender. There's a load of listeners listening to this going, it's John! John DiMaggio, you twats! I, um, I met, was it Wood from Black Ops the other day? Wood, Mason, one of them. Mason? Yeah, Mason is um his old uh, Sam, Sam thingy from yeah. Avatar. Oh, oh, Wood Tim. No, it was the other guy. The cheap one. It's <laughs> like, right? It's like, yeah. yeah. So you're whatever. Right. You're, you're Nolan North's in the new Star Sexy. Trek movie. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he got a role because apparently JJ um, Abrams said, look, I love Uncharted and I think you're, I think you're good. You come, in, uh, come and be in this movie. He's yeah. a great voice. Yeah, he's, a, he's just the voice of the guy in Spec Ops as well and all the other voices in all the other games. He's the voice of Master Chief. Yeah, he changed he's the voice of Cortana as well. <laughs> Is it? No, no, of course not. Come on, Taylor. You need to calm sorry, down on the energy drink, sir. Energy drink. It's yeah. kind of freaking me out slightly. So you had the um, the nice E three treatment, though. Yeah, I had a nice. I I never been on a bad press trip. Funny that. Yeah. It's almost like you uh you place yourself perfectly to pick this the isn't nicest. True. Pre- I think I'm just like I just think I'm just a really tolerant guy. Silence. <laughs> well, how many E threes have you done, Tim? 
Um, four, five. But you were doing them in like. Were you doing them during the N sixty four days? And yeah, stuff? I did two. I did two back when I was doing Nintendo mags, and they were both in Atlanta, and they were so awful that. Um, I mean, the, sh- the actual shows were good, but yeah. I didn't want to go back to Atlanta again. That was when E three was like really low rent, so like the actual conferences would be like twenty guys in a room. Yeah. But it was nice because you got a good, really good access. That was the thing. It was more like a real sort of. It was a bit like GDC used to be. You know, it was like really like. Was it more exciting back then, Tim? Um, I think there's a bit more pizzazz. There's a, well, there's a lot more pizzazz about it now. Like the conferences are, mu- you know, yeah, the conferences are much more like. In terms you- of we didn't know where. Well, I mean, we still don't know where gaming's going per se, but everyone's a lot closer to it these days than they used to be. I, I don't know if it's just nostalgia. The internet, so that- the internet Twitter, yeah. Facebook, yeah. It's all opened a lot of doors back in the day. You know, E3 was like there's some stuff is going to happen and we and it hasn't been leaked and our contacts haven't told us about it and we're not all we haven't all already written half of it yeah I think that I think definitely you know back then you didn't really have I mean the internet really was still in its infancy and um, you didn't have the sheer volume of magazines and websites and you know in, industry commentators that you'd had back then so you know when for example when Nintendo um, unveiled the N64 it was like because you never, I mean, you'd heard that, you obviously knew that it was in production, but no one had really glimpsed it, no one knew what games were coming for it, no one had really speculated on what games were coming for it. You know, back then we were probably like one of only two or three places in the UK who had any kind of access to Nintendo, you know. Whereas now, you know, we're so competitive, we're competing with so many people and everyone's got an opinion on something. And gaming's so mainstream. So yeah. Nintendo, Sony or Microsoft talk to people, they have to talk to everyone now. Yeah. They have to use the widest channels possible because when Mario 64 came out, they knew they were selling it to gamers, they had an audience built in, they could talk to specialist guys like you and you'd get the word out to everyone who was a specialist guy. Mm. When you release a new COD, you're going to be selling that game to a guy who buys one game a year, COD. Yeah. So, you know, you, you need to talk to that guy and you talk to that, you don't talk to that guy through the kind of channels that we give them, you know. No. We talk to that guy through the Champions League final, you know, yeah. you put an advert in the, right in the half time. I think there is, you know, there is something to be said for the way things are done now in that when you go along to, well, obviously having worked on Xbox World a long time, mostly it was the Microsoft conference over the last few years, but you go along to that and there's just something really exciting about this kind of produced uh, conference that they've got. And you know, Microsoft tend to be a fairly leaky organization, so you you, you get a, yeah, a good you get a good sense of what's coming. But even given that, sometimes they pull when they pull a rabbit out of the hat, you're like, yeah, this is amazing, you know. Like I remember they did um, Halo Wars, Halo Wars a couple of years ago. Was it their X O six event or X O seven? Maybe I can't remember which event it was, but no one had really, no one had really seen that one coming. I mean, there had been a lot of rumors about you know them working on an RTS and you know the, the, the Halo br- and stuff around that. Yeah, time, yeah, that was the same show, it was. was it? it? Was, yeah. That they announced that, yeah. But it was just, yeah, really, really exciting and, you know, just you never saw it coming. And the Peter Jackson thing, when they wheeled out old Jacko on stage. Yeah. Amazing. Well, in the next issue of Xbox World, um, wait, hang on a second. No, not the next issue. The issue after next. So in the issue that's on <coughs> shelves in July, you're going to actually read the full story of the Halo movie with quotes from Alex Garland mm-hmm. and uh, everyone who was involved with the project, the, um, the agents who were trying to push the project through. You read about why it went wrong, how great it went wrong. Great story as well. It's a great story. Mm. Exactly. A little, little plug for that. In fact, maybe you should plug what you're here for at the moment, Rob. What are you here at Future to do? 
Oh, you mean the Golden Joysticks? Golden Joysticks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm the, um, I'm the new... Don't laugh, Weave. I'm the new creative director of the Golden Joystick. What are you directing creatively? Uh, I just, Himself. Just to, I just have to write copy. No, no, I'm, I've, I've basically got carte blanche to do most of what I, what I want with it. So, so I've, you, I've created some new categories that I can't talk about, taken some out, which was shit, that I can't talk about. Um, I've got, I'm doing a lot more community So they weren't shit, they were really, really good, they just outlived their usefulness, right? That's the official line, yeah. 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 Um, the official line is going out on this podcast, it's going to be listened to jo- I'm only joking, really, you know that everything I say is one big lie, or should at least be taken with a pinch of salt. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I'm going to do a lot more engagement with the community this, this year, um, we're going to do a lot of really exciting sort of bespoke features, going to get really, really close to a lot of the developers. Um, hopefully, get some nice press trips to go and see, uh, to go and see those guys. Um, and we're just going to turn it. We're, we're, future's aim for the joysticks going forward is to make this thing absolutely massive. Is to turn it into our, our version of the Brits, bury the Bafters. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we believe that we, we, you know, we've got the leverage because we utilise the people that really matter, which are the which are the gamers. Yeah. Um, so, so that's my mandate this year is to is to sort of take the joy, uh, the joysticks to the next level, and then um, we'll see what happens after that. Because you left Xbox World back in two thousand eight, right? Yeah. Well, well God. I'm what did you do in the meantime between then and coming back? Um, well, I'm sure the readers are fairly familiar with my thing. In the last year, I've basically also become a personal trainer, which is just a natural evolution of my massive ego over the years. Um, and I'm still doing my PhD, which is going quite well. Um, so hopefully it'll be Dr. Taylor, which I'll insist you all call me in about Yeah, no, time. we de- definitely will do- be doing and that. And after that, Professor to- Taylor, which I'll definitely insist you all call me. Yeah, and uh, you can insist. <laughs> so if you're on a plane and they're like, is there a doctor on the plane? You yeah. can go, yes, I'm a doctor. <laughs> exactly. Of games. And then I'm just going to shove my bio into someone's n- neck regardless of what's wrong with them. <laughs> yeah, you go, they're just like, this guy, oh, we don't know what's wrong with him, he's, he's complaining of heart palpitations, it's all right, I'm a doctor. Exactly. What kind of doctor are you? Uh, doctor of games, is that any, so, any so good? So I'm actually going to call myself a doctor of new media and I actually tell people when I when I tell them what my PhD is about, it's about digital journalism. When your PhD, when will your PhD be done? Well, I, uh, well it's difficult to say, Mike. I mean, I've got, I'm, I'm, I didn't realise I'd be doing this joysticks job. Yeah. So, um, I reckon I'll have the research finished by the end of the summer, and then it's just a question of probably taking another six months off to write it up. Okay. But I'm, I'm currently doing my, my first conference paper. I lecture. I've got my own module at Bath Spa. If anyone wants to join, anyone's doing a BA and they want to have be lectured at by me. Very exciting. Obviously, hot girls that. only need apply. I'm not really interested in geeky blokes. Um, feel free. I'm I'm there. Fired. October <laughs> October through January. Um, Sounds like. Is a... it probably worth pointing out? You're only joking about any hot girls apply. Oh, yeah, you're turning to you're turning people away, right? Only, only joking, yeah. only joking, guys. Well, I mean, we're, we're you and me will be there, right? Yeah, so. no, definitely. I'd, I'd, there's nothing I like more, Mike, than to uh, <laughs> to be lectured at by Rob. So that'd in be, the uh, last couple of years, Rob's become a personal trainer. He's you know he's getting a PhD. Went to Dubai. He did. Well, yeah. yeah, this is a long time ago. Yeah, right? came back. You've launched a couple of books. Yeah, uh, the, the next one's on the way. Third one in July. Yeah, yeah and I've grown a beard. Oh. It's a good yeah. beard as well. Yeah, it's really, your trays really... Your trays are getting ever shorter as well, Mike. Well, only because I've cuffed them. I rolled them today. It's a sunny day we're recording this. It is this. very yeah. sunny they, today. They, sort of, they can go all the way up I like, I like to feel. I like to feel the wind around my ankles on a warm day like this. Oh, okay. Nice and, nice and cool. The, the Olympic sure. torch is coming through Bath today. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, a, this is the day in yeah. Bristol tomorrow, I think. Oh, is it? We're yeah. seeing with my people. Yeah, it's uh, my people. Yeah. yeah. So there's lots of bunting out today. Bunting. Oh, I like bunting. Bunting. Yeah, bunting. Good word. But you can have black bunting as well for like funeral... Thing. I didn't realise that. I didn't realise that. But I always thought bunting was like a really positive yeah. word. But no, no you, like, can have, you can have like funereal bunting as well. Mm. There's photos from when I was a kid of me, like a little a wee babber in my, my dad's arms. But it's like for the Jubilee or something. Mm. And there's like bunting in the street, like like lacing between the houses. Nice. People don't do that anymore. No. Everyone hates each other these days. Yeah. We, yeah. we never even talk to each other. We just sit on Twitter. 
Speaking of uh, bunting, I tell you what, when you go to E3, when the first things you notice is you roll into town, and you all know this, and you all know this, the first thing you notice is that the games have taken over LA yeah, that yeah. week. You roll into town, and there'll be like the side of a skyscraper. And we're not Ooh. talking like, we're not talking some three-story building. We're talking the side, the side of a 20-story building. The entire side of it will be Dovahkiin. Yeah. You know, it'd be like the guy from um, be the guy from Skyrim. Another one would be the guy from Black Ops holding his gun and looking miserable. It'd be like the entire side of a building. Everywhere you go in LA for a week, you can't move for video games. My, when I went there a couple of years ago, uh, when I sent myself as a freelancer, I stayed at a nice hotel that time. You know, my kids stay less than four star. <laughs> I went into um, I went into the Microsoft conference. This was the year they announced Kinect officially. Of course, they announced it as Natal the year before, mm. but they announced Kinect officially, showed their games, came back from the conference, and my hotel room was covered with stickers, Microsoft stickers. Yeah. My, my mirror had a big thing saying, you are the controller, Kinect yeah. on it. That's quite evasive. They, 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 it is evasive, but they do invasive. do that. Invasive, sorry. The key card from my hotel was a Tomb Raider key card. Yeah, they do do that. You're, you're absolutely right. I remember coming back from the show and oh, I've forgotten what it was, what game it was, but I had a similar experience where you go in your room and it's just like stickers and a brochure and yeah. a press kit and stuff. And you're like, oh. I'm going to get out of my new hotel. I'll go there this time and there'll be like a stubbed out cigarette. <laughs> on. I, I came back from a Say Condemned event and there was a, doll, a headless doll in my bed and a burnt teddy bear. Oh. Recently, <laughs> I went to a, a Capcom event and... Uh, it was where they showed Resident Evil 6 for the first time. And I came back to my hotel room after they showed it, and there was a blood-stained hoodie, <laughs> uh, and a, the chair was uh, was knocked over. And in the pocket on the hoodie, there was like a Polaroid picture of um, of some model. And on the back of it, a picture, it was like... Uh, it was like a message saying, like, uh, for, your, for a boyfriend or whatever. Right. And, and then a, a, a handwritten note saying... Like, uh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I don't think I'm going to make it out of the university, blah, blah, blah. Like, Are you sure you hadn't just got really drunk the night before? Uh, it's supposed to be like a crime scene. When I walked into the room, I looked at it, I was like, this is my room, right? It's all went, it's all went a bit wrong. It's, 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 right it's, 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 right. it's where you get framed for a crime, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right, and they, the FBI burst in. Get off, Laura! <laughs> <laughs> that sounds quite scary. Yeah, it does sound a bit you creepy. Have you ever had any guys pull that shit on you? No, I live a fairly clean life. They don't, they don't. Do anything creative for Rob? They just give you massive envelopes full of money. Yeah, they know. They know what I like. They maybe a pink mankini on my <laughs> on my bed when I come back in. The first or... thing you said when you came today, you should, you should have put the speedos on, right? Yeah, nice. Would have been nice. Hot, it's pretty hot in here, isn't it? The it fun... is quite quite warm in it here. It's quite yeah. warm. We can drop the temperature. I'm not sure. Um, pink speedos are the the answer, though, Rob. Actually, th- Mike, you won't uh, know this, but uh, we we went to a. A wedding of a, a mutual uh, friend on the no. weekend, and uh, Rob and I, I had to miss it. I couldn't. Get yeah, you there. couldn't it was make so it along. Far away. And uh, anyway, Rob and Rob was sitting at the the, ta- the same table as uh, myself and Mrs. Mrs. You Weaver. Have to put these things on a freaking. And uh, <laughs> and uh, capture for posterity, man. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, he gets out his his iPhone, starts fiddling around with it, and uh, just whoops happens to come across a photograph on his iPhone of him standing there in his in his pink pants doing the gardening and uh, and he just whoops happened to show it to the lady sitting next to him I got a great body what can I say so I met a guy on the press trip um, in LA last week and uh, I won't mention his name he's a freaking great guy and he's literally Mike you like, you like this he's literally the most muscular man I've ever met in my life the guy's like a bona fide body he's a bodybuilder yeah. I have no doubt about it and I'm not just talking about some chat is this, is this a guy I know no right. he's a proper <laughs> bodybuilder and his chat up line is hi I'm so and so 
Do you like muscles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great chat, Ryan. <laughs> and I watched him try it on a PR girl. And what did and she say? Like, well, it's a complicated story that I won't go into on this podcast, right. but let's just say her experience of gentleman, even possibly even more muscular than him, led him oh, right, to okay. reject his advances. Right, okay. But I wonder whether it works generally. Do you like muscles? Because so, so you either do or you don't. But so he got it's a like, lot of attention. No? I mean, but he, I mean, he, the guy must spend twenty three hours a day working out. The thing is, when you um, see like guys who are in that kind of shape, it is a full time job. It right? is a full time. It's job. an absolute full time job to be in that massive muscle man shape, he man shape. Like you look at the guys on Spartacus and stuff. Mm. Like they, they the, oh, no, he was in, he was in miles better shape. Well, exactly. So to, to get into that shape, they all had yeah. to do like every day, six yeah. hours in the gym, just ramming protein down their He looks like the rip. So you know the ripped German guy on Spartacus, the third season, the one that's obviously a bodybuilder mm. and is obviously on Roy. Oh you know, like, yeah, he yeah. Like he's kind of like a stocky shorter yeah, guy. He looked like him, and he was much, much bigger. Beast. Beast. Hello, do you? I was impressed. Muscles. Yeah. So we, so, so the one morning we ran down to Muscle Beach together and worked out. But you got rope. We got <laughs> mysterious rope burns on his hands. <laughs> They're not mysterious. I climbed up one of those big ropes on Muscle Beach and I slid down it a bit too quick. I thought quick you stopped working out at the gym these days. I thought it was just running for you. Now. Yeah, I still keep in shape. I mean, I'm small these days, but lean. Nice. When you left, um, you left one of your big tubs of. Uh, yeah, I know you did. Protein or crazy. You still owe me for that. I didn't do anything to it. That's so, like 20 quid worth of protein. Yeah, but you just left it. You've gone to another country. Mm. What were we supposed to do? Just leave it in the office? You weren't meant to spill it with water and turn it into some, like, <laughs> gross... Anyway. Chemistry experiment. Uh, okay. we, uh, we wanted to see what happened. We, we took Rob's big tub of protein, filled it up with water, and then just screwed the lid back on. Yeah. Six months later, we remembered it was still sitting under the desk, so um, John Strike was like, oh, I wonder what happened to it, and screwed the lid. It smelled... It smelled of the pit. Oh, my God. It was like nothing I've ever smelled in my life. It was... You've been, you've been ramming that stuff down your neck. What your ass must smell like, Rob. <laughs> How have we got onto this? Aren't we meant to be speaking about games at E3? I'm, 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 I reserve the right to uh, plead the fifth. <laughs> plead the fifth. <laughs> so this E3 is coming up. Let's get onto, uh, <clears throat> onto the real business, the meat. Strong meat of the podcast. <laughs> speaking of which, I'm going to have some strong meat when I'm in LA. Yeah. I'm planning on firing some guns as well. I'm going to. I'm treating myself to a, a day at the old rush shooting range because we arrive yeah. on Saturday. Oh, not the Bi- shooting Business range. doesn't. I love guns, dude. Yeah. I love guns. Okay. So the business doesn't. So anytime I go to America, I get to the old uh, gun club straight away. First yeah. thing I do, <laughs> land, get off the plane, run to the gun club, <laughs> fire some guns, unload some fire. Mate, Charlton so, Heston. Yeah, me and me and Chuck were like that. You go hunting. I'm like uh, I'm like the softest lefty liberal in a second. I get a gun in my hand. I'm ready to take on the world. Where's the gun? Where's the gun range in LA? Oh, there's a bunch of different. Uh, it's just got, like the whole east side. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> Mike stalks people like in the most dangerous game. Uh, yeah, I'm that's like, like a hard target with, um, yeah, yeah, with uh, I, chase, I chase Jean-Claude Van Damme across the bayou. Oh wow. That's a good movie. That's that's, that's Van. That's totally Van. You know when we say it's the st- best Van Damme film. You was gonna say. You know we always say like um, Under Siege is Seagal's Time Cop. Yeah. No, Under Siege is Seagal's Hard Target. Hard Target's, miles hard target's time. so much better than Time Cop. Do you remember the old whoops? <laughs> Lance, Lance Henriksen at the end. Whoops! He's got the guy from Cocoon in it as his dad. Yeah. Oh, no, his yeah. uncle. Big walrus moustache dude. Yeah. Dong, big dong, something. Dong, something or other. That's a great film. It's got old eyebrows, McGee as his girlfriend. It's also got um, oh, who's, who's the dude that always turns up in Arnie's? Sven. Sven oh, Thorson. Thorson. Yeah, Sven yeah. Thorson. He's wearing a brilliant Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he's a bodybuilder friend of Arnold's. I need to watch that again. Oh, I've seen it for years. I've seen that. He's got the immortal six, line at the end of Running Man where he goes, "Got to score some steroids." Yeah. <laughs> Which obviously you need to watch the first bit to understand. Yeah. Killian accused him of being a knucklehead. Yeah, steroid powered knucklehead. There's lots of action. There's lots of action fan 
worship goes on in this room. Yeah. Yeah. Biggest action movie fans will ever Hard Target's a great, great movie. Make a great game. I've always said, right, a version of like the most dangerous game, which is the most, which is sort of the celebrated short story that's based, that mm-hmm. the most, that Hard Target's based upon, the idea of men paying to hunt another man. Well, the club was that, wasn't it? I mean, the club was kind of that. Is it what yeah, but it I'm was? talking about like some kind of sandboxing set on an island where you've got it. Like, oh, so like, like Far Cry's like, engine like, or something. Yeah, where you have, but with like the mechanics of Tomb Raider, like a sort of survival. Hunting a man. Exactly. An armed naked man could, in his pants. Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> sounds great. Having Remind been disturbed of, after doing the gardening. Yeah. Oh, well, armed only with a hoe. <laughs> That would be good. So, is this the bit that everyone just fast forwards through this absolute rambling top? This is why they. This, this is why they tune in. Is it? Oh God! This is, this is what they've missed. This kind of <laughs> this nonsense, kind of nonsense that only uh, the weave and, and the toolbox brings. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. And you know the whole toolbox tailor thing only comes from the toolman tailor thing from right, home, okay. home improvement. I don't even understand why any of it means. Is well, that Tim Taylor? Is that Tim Taylor? Yeah. Okay. What a tool that guy is. <laughs> what a hey, he's the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Forgive him anything. Tim Allen's a prat. Oh, well, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? Just I, you don't even know him. He might be all right. Oh, I just don't like all the stuff he does. Have you ever seen the Santa Claus? <laughs> oh, oh, there we go. I hope, he, I hope his lawyers aren't listening to this. <laughs> so, in anyway, when we go to E3, we're going to see the old uh, the town taken over. We're going to see some conferences. See some games. What do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> no, so the, the actual show begins with Microsoft's conference. Yeah. There's there's conferences like the um, the kickoff we for were, uh, E3. Well, we were talking about this on the way over, Mike. You reckon no uh, no sign of next-gen console, not even a hint? I don't think even a hint of the next-gen. We've talked about this on the podcast before, so this might be old news to some of our listeners, but we're going to be bringing a, a fresh perspective to it, so it's been on. Uh, because every day the story changes on this thing. A few months ago, it was absolutely confirmed new hardware at E3. We had it from my own sources were saying, yes, new hardware at E3, definitely. Um, it's, it's locked down. We're, we're, preparing, we're, we're, we're preparing demos for the thing. You know. we're, well, we're, Microsoft has said, be ready to make just in case. Then... A few months roll by and they're like, absolutely no new hardware at E3. It doesn't benefit Microsoft to announce now because the new hardware isn't coming until November next year anyway. So nothing at all. But now everyone's getting a bit of a squeaky bum because no one's got anything particularly major to show at E3 because mm. everyone's announced all their big games already. Mm. We know what Microsoft are taking. They're taking Halo 4. They're taking Forza Horizon. They're taking Fable of the Journey. What else have they got to show? Well, probably not a great Fate deal. Of the journey. I mean, that's that's how bad it's got. I mean, I'm not I'm not writing that game off, but you, I mean, you, it, do, it doesn't even belong in the same league as Halo Four and Forza no. Horizon. Do, yeah, do, it just doesn't. Do you, I mean, obviously, it's Microsoft's chance to set the agenda going first. Do you think the fact that Sony have just announced these mega losses, almost two billion dollars worth? Um, two things occurred to me when that happened one that Sony is going to I always thought at some point in the generational game Microsoft is going to crush Sony just simply because of superior resources I I believe that the second thing is now we know Sony are floundering slightly Microsoft could either have announced the next Xbox and tried to deliver some kind of killing blow to force Sony into either capitulation or some bravado laden response that doesn't really work or they can just do what it looks like they've done which is just like go well we don't need to. We don't need to boast. We're we don't need to whip our, whip our our willies out at this point. It doesn't. It's just not necessary. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that are going to factor into that decision. One is that Microsoft do have 
uh, a spec console right now. There are dev kits out there. Durango dev kits are, are in, in, the, in the wild. There are developers' conferences around GDC time, and Durango dev kits are out there. And we don't expect them to show any games. As we said on the podcast before, there's a very good chance that at some point in the show they'll go, and of course, we're working with our partners on the future of gaming. Mm. And then they bring out Mark Rain or Cliffy mm. B to demo that demon mm. thing from running in Unreal 4, which apparently looks great when you actually see it running. It looks kind of shat when you see it in screenshots, mm-hmm. though. But we won't, uh, won't dwell on that. Now, that, will, I think, is going to be the full extent of their announcement. Now, either they would... At best, they would show that. At worst, they would show nothing. Mm-hmm. But the thing they have to take into account is they go first. They have got a televised conference, and it goes out at, on, the, on the morning in America. It'll be 6 p.m. on the Monday over here. Not this Monday, next Monday. So at 6 p.m. they're going to go on this conference and Sony go on later that day. It's just gone midnight our time. That may put Sony in a position of privilege because if Microsoft announced nothing and then Sony roll in and go, oh, and by the way, here's a bunch of stuff for PlayStation 4, mm. all of a sudden they're the only next-gen platform. It doesn't matter that everyone knows Microsoft has a next-gen platform too. What it means is that all the third parties the next day can comfortably and confidently say, and of course we, 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 we're looking at PlayStation 4 as well. Mm. If Microsoft don't announce, no one can talk about Microsoft's machine. Don't you think that the, the Games Conference, just a month after, gives them a great opportunity to catch up if there is a... The August Gamescom. Yeah, yeah then Gamescom thing. Well, nobody really announces it that they, they just won't announce it at that show. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Microsoft won't. And, unless... But they'd have to if Sony... If Sony, uh, Sony announced it, then maybe they, then maybe they would have... I just can't see Sony doing that. I just, a US if company Sony announced anywhere, Sony. they announce it at TGS. They announce it at the Tokyo Game yeah. Show in September. You know, Microsoft announcing at the next Xbox at a European game show is just never going to happen. No, it's it would not be an E3 thing. Do you think the hype is built to a level that we're, that we're all desperate for next gen? I mean, I know we kind of are, but... I mean, it's not even the hype. We are desperate for next gen. I mean, look at the look games at, that Look coming. at the market. The market's completely the market's dead. The market's gone. The, the game sales and hardware sales in this year are something like a third of what they were this time two years ago. The market's absolutely... Well, everyone, own, everyone owns one, I guess. Yeah, everyone I mean, owns a machine. Everyone knows what games they like. Every week, we, 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 I get sent an email, you know, and we're, we're NDA'd up on it, so we can't talk specific figures, but we get sent an email of what games have sold that, that week yeah, in the charts. And the sales are just... They're Who nothing. You, There's no, you know, look at Max Payne and Diablo in the last week. They, but they, Mac, they Max Payne, as this week, we can't again. Like, we can't talk figures. But Max, Max Payne, no, no, no. Max Payne's like first week was good in context. Mm. But you go back a year, if they'd if they'd sold that, they would have been devastated. Mm. They would have been absolutely devastated. There's just a general apathy about this generation of consoles now. This, the people were ready for a new console generation two years ago. Mm. The reason, like. The game of the, the kind of game, the shop game. If we had had, I mean, let's say, I mean, accusations of them being mismanaged, whatever, running their business, you know, not doing things right, whatever. Aside, they could have been as mismanaged as they were, as they liked, mm. if they had had a new console generation two years ago, because they that would have just kept them ticking over. I'm scared about this next generation because I, I genuinely feel that to max out some of the provisional specs of these consoles this is going to take there's only four or five oh, developers in the world that could afford to develop the, the kind specs of won't yeah. be maxed out for years either like yeah. we won't see a, even on this generation of consoles we're only seeing their full potential mm. with things like CryEngine 3 what five six years into the console's life mm. you know 
we're not going to see the next generation Macs until like 2019. Mm. I mean, it's probably worth underlining that it doesn't help that at the moment we're in this recession that we, we can't seem to claw our way out of. It looks like it's only going to get kind of worse with this Euro problem and that kind of thing. So we are in a unique, you know, uniquely crap moment at, at the moment with yeah. in terms of the, the the retail space and the amount of money people have got in their pockets. So that doesn't help. Well, isn't that why Microsoft are trialing this $99 Xbox mm. thing over in America? That's a great mm. idea. They're selling Microsoft Xboxes for £99, sorry, and then you pay a monthly subscription. You're locked into a gold subscription at the full monthly rate. So it's $15 a month every month for two years. Now, surely that's, only, that's, that's nothing but a trial for their next-gen system. Because yeah. they're going to produce a console that probably, conservatively, they're going to sell one or sell for £400. And... They're not going to want to set it for four hundred pounds, no. but if they can put a one hundred pound price on it on day one, mm. and then you pay ten pounds a month for the next two years, that is a good that's the idea. way people pay for their iPhones yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah. That is a no good one idea. buys an iPhone outright. I mean, some people do, but yeah. it's a rare really. thing. Yeah. So, what's going to be going on with Connect? Do you think? I mean, like, do you, do you, I mean, like, it would be seem crazy if they just ignored it. Well, right. Fable: The Journey is, is their big back. Connect game, but Rise has got to be there. It's otherwise, be, otherwise, who knows what's happened to that? Mm. Um, we believe there's something else there for Kinect. We're not sure what yet. You don't we... think it's that um, bungee thing, do you? Or Destiny. Yeah. Well, we know what that is now. As, as of yesterday, we know exactly yeah, well, what Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying, but you don't think that... Because isn't it supposed... The rumour was that it's Xbox 360 exclusive. It is, but only by virtue of their engine being optimised for 360. It's not a... So, cause I was it's, just a wonder... under, it's a time drill. Yeah, it's but I was wondering whether that might incorporate some form of Kinect... It might incorporate Connect, but it won't be in any. It'll it be, it, be like Mass Effect in the sense mm. that it's like an optional extra. Right. It's not. It's not a Connect game for sure. It's it's a it's a hardcore. Oh, thing. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't mean. Um, I didn't mean. You mean like just added Connect? Yeah, but I mean like, like some some sort of function, like Forza style but functionality. To it's it. for the contract specified nothing about any deal with Microsoft to bring it to there. It's it's coming to Microsoft's platform first, purely. And we'll get onto this in a minute. We'll talk mm. about Destiny later, purely because. Their engine and their skill set is absolutely optimized yeah. for Xbox, mm. and it makes it it can bring it to Xbox, and then Port we can it. we can see if it's a success, and then see about mm. porting it. Mm. Um, Connect is obviously a big presence, and what you're going to see, I think, is a lot of games being on the show, being at the conference with Connect support. Mm. So you're going to have the guy. I mean, Skyrim already has Connect support, but at Microsoft's conference, you're definitely going to see Dawnguard. That Dawn Guard will be debuted at Microsoft's conference because they've got a 30-day exclusive on it. Microsoft are really big on these 30-day mm. exclusive things. So you're going to see, okay, we've got the exclusive on this game. You can play it on Xbox first, and here's why it is. Mm. You're also definitely going to see Call of Duty Black Ops because Microsoft have 30-day exclusive on all the DLC mm -hmm. for all Call of Duties, but that ends with Black Ops 2. Okay. You're going to see Resident Evil 6 because that's um, exclusive to... The demo is exclusive to Xbox for 60 days yeah. uh, via Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. They might even announce some kind of Kinect support for that, although don't bet on it, but they might. But you're going to see like a lot of third-party games opening the show. That's the way Microsoft always open their shows. Mm. They'll probably open with Black Ops, go into Resident Evil, go into Skyrim. Then they'll come out, they'll talk numbers, they'll talk stats and stuff, talk about their new services they got lined up. Then they'll show their games. Now, chances are they'll close with Halo. Yeah. But that's if they don't announce next-gen stuff. If it gets to... It's a 90-minute conference. If it gets to the 80-minute mark and they're showing Halo, then you ain't going to see no next-gen because that's going to close their sure. conference. But if they show Halo early in the show, there's your warning sign. That's the point at which you know, 
oh, we're going to see some next-gen shit. That they'll almost certainly show that uh, Unreal 4, Engine 4 thing. They're very close to Epic. They're very close to Epic. They will show that. Yeah, you know. I mean, Epic are absolutely itching to show that demo to the world. They're going to want to show it on a platform holder stage, mm. and Microsoft are really only platform holder. Yeah. They've got a televised conference. Yeah. Everyone's broadcasting on the internet, but Microsoft are going live they love on Spike game, TV. They love getting Pazinski on there as well and Mark Rain. So yeah. I mean, it's an absolute no-brainer. It's an absolute no-brainer, especially when you can talk about like Gears of War, you know, we'll be running in this engine yeah. and that kind it's of so thing. It's so tied into the PC architecture. It's, it'll be exciting. I can't... I, I mean, I'm sure that demo looks absolutely marvellous running in there. What's the... I mean, what's the... You, you, got, you guys might, might have read a bit more about it than me. I mean, I've read the top-line stuff. What's the sort of... The, the the equivalent specs of that is that a, is that a PC that is available on the market at the moment? Um, or? You could run yeah. it on a top of the line PC. If you bought a, a PC today, it was uh, like top of the line specs. It yeah. would run it. Right. But then when they were done running the same demo last year, the Samaritan demo, mm. like the same an Unreal Four, well, as an Unreal Three Point Nine Nine, as they called it. That was running on a PC that you couldn't even build right now, yeah. or wouldn't want to build right now. In a way, that looked even more impressive. I, I mean, maybe it's just because it, it seemed a bit more varied. The Samaritan demo, yeah, but that, 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 yeah, we haven't seen graphics like that. And it helped mm. that we saw in the first thing we saw that was in motion. Yeah. When we see this demon mm. demo in motion, I'm sure it'll be pants messing. There'll, there'll be some crazy pyrotechnics going on. Yeah, the particle effects at the yeah, wazoo, yeah, yeah, smoke yeah. effects at the wazoo. What I'd like to see from the next Unreal Engine, more. Than, the funny thing is, what developers are excited about Unreal Four is that. It means you can actually render everything faster. Mm. Everything that Unreal 3 does, it can do for them faster. Mm. They're excited about that, for rapid iteration. Like, it means making game. in theory, Unreal 3, it'll be cheaper to develop a game on Unreal 4 than it would be to develop on Unreal 3. I still think something like CryEngine is, is way ahead of uh, Unreal Engine in terms of, wow. Um, it's got like it's, it's got like not baked in physics friendly. and stuff. It's got a bit, yeah. you know, it's got so, so much baked into it. But the, the Unreal Engine is so tied up now in so many developers. Um, kind of like contracts, yeah. you know, they're all licensing it, um, and, and we put. I think it put to our, the argument to bed yonks ago now that it's still samey. Yeah. Um, ironically, Gears of War is still the game that is still so Unreal Engine and yeah. looks with its chunky yeah. men and stuff. But you see something like Bioshock, in, you Bioshock see running in front Arkham of it, City. You got a full yeah. open world. You got Spec Ops, which looks like no, no, like no other Unreal Engine yeah, game. Absolutely. And you know Fortnite, exactly the game they announced at VGA's last year is yeah. almost designed purely to show off like. Here's some other stuff that Unreal Engine yeah, can absolutely. do. God, you can run it on an iPhone, you know? Yeah, no, it's incredible. But a big part of um, the success of Unreal is owed to being in the right place at the right time. Mm. The new generation of consoles came along and no one knew how to develop for them. And all of a sudden, they did, like, I mean, the, the engine which dominated the last generation was Renderware. Yeah. Renderware was used for everything, right yeah. from GTA, Burnout. Black. Black. Everything was all running on Renderware. Mm. And now. Renderware just didn't make the leap to the next generation. Yeah. Unreal was ready to go, and they dominated it's the same generation. Same with the old Voodoo graphics cards back in the day. Do you remember 3D FX? And yeah. You know, and it's just, but companies, it's, it's whoever can get on the bandwagon quicker. Yeah, be in the right place at the right yeah, time, absolutely. and everyone's going to be looking to be in the right place at the right time. Exactly. It probably helped that they had uh, they worked very closely with Microsoft on Gears of War, didn't they? So they kind of yeah. established yeah. what the tech could do right up front. There's a very, very <clears throat> slim chance that they will, they will announce that people can fly... Gears of War game mm. at E3 very slim chance that's the Gears of War prequels that People Can Fly oh, are working yeah. on interestingly People Can Fly are currently recruiting for people to work on Unreal 4 right so it's possible the Gears sequels won't be this generation that'll end up being miles better than the other three Gears games I think it might I think People Can Fly are oh, crazy the jewel in Epic's crown yeah, crazy talented. did you like um, I loved it Bulletstorm I loved it yeah absolutely loved it yeah funny too 
Yeah, it I mean, doesn't, Clint, doesn't get it, enough credit for that. I remember okay. when Cliff Brzezinski said they had to tone the humor down. I was like, no, you got it wrong. Like, freaking go for it even more. Like, yeah. really rev it up. Like, it was like, um, it's it was, like a, it's like a parody of the Meathead Shooter. Yeah, well, it's like, like, Gears the game of War. You can wish it was absolutely. Yeah. Gears of War is the Meathead Shooter taking itself very yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Bulletstorm was like a meathead shooter, going like, man, okay, how meat, just how meatheaded can we be? Should I tell you something really exciting about 3D? Because I know old Timbo here thinks it's a load of shat and stuff, and I was I mean, three specs style 3D. Yeah, like pop out the screen at you. Well, no, I'm, I'm well. I'm actually just talking about regular 3D with my active glasses on on my Sammy TV. Right. So I, I'm I'm a bit of a doofus because I bought a 3D TV two years ago this summer, and um, you know me splashing out, blah 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 just because it was like the latest, greatest, then played it and went, well, I don't like this at all, and didn't touch it for about a year. Then um, I was bored the other day, I was kicking about, it was rainy, got Killzone 3, plonked it on. Oh, this game was designed for 3D, I should play this. Absolutely loved it. Played it all through in 3D, then Uncharted 3 turned up, played that in 3D. Uh, played Mertstorm Apocalypse in 3D. Mm -hmm. Basically, I've been playing everything in 3D. So, long story short, other day, Sniper Elite V2 comes out. Don't really want to play it, but I've got a Steam Press account, so I just download everything. Um, downloaded it, turned it on. First game ever that boots up in 3D. So it doesn't give me an option, like the pain option where you have to go into about three different menu things to turn on 3D, just boot straight up here. So I'm like, okay, get the old 3D glass and pop it on. 1080p 3D at 60 frames a second, never seen it before. Wow. So the new consoles, when they can run, even the current gen games, but in a high resolution. Mm -hmm. So my TV um, tells you, and I'm sure yours do, if it's a recent spec TV, it'll show you what resolution mm -hmm, games yeah. are running in. So something like Uncharted 3 starts off, the old title screen comes on, 1080p, and then the old thingy comes on, and you press start, and it goes down to like some chateau resolution. Yeah. And you realise just, you know, but beyond, behind the incredible visuals and the art design is just, oh, amazing. The, the, the graphics are running in like a resolution that you're, you well, laugh yeah, at on your PC in about seven years ago. Yeah, I'm running like on my PC. I'm running Call of Duty on my PC at double the resolution yeah. that I'm running COD at on the, on exactly. the Xbox. Because on Xbox, COD doesn't even run at 720p. Yeah. You set your console to 720p, yeah. sure, and the dashboard runs at yeah. 720p. When you get into that game, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's running at like 525. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing about cod is that it won't because the textures are a bit shat and the engine come on behind the smoke and mirrors is is, is a bit crusty here he is look hang on so, a second so um hello. this a little uh, hello. a little friend has just walked into the room um, food for us we promised uh, to get the old gang back together and we tried to best to get um games masters matthew pellet who's now he's, he's done shining patrick stewart's monocle yeah he's just nice just walked shiny. into the room hello hello, hello. hello. you're right just in time Gangs back together. Out of oh. breath. Yeah, I might right. Well, I ran here. That's a big monocle. And <laughs> I ran here, and then I started coming in. And I thought, you know what? I've got a little idea. So I had a little run to the uh, the candy shop. You're gonna make his neck and a, in a the, one uh, bar each. Oh, not in, sweet. The, in, the, in the spirit of the True yeah. Xbox World podcast, we've got a, a few taste tests. Going on, um, oh, but that, that'll be in a bit. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> we'll see what goodies oh. I have in a bit. But what, why have I just come in at the right moment? You come in at the right moment because we've just talked about Microsoft's conference, ah, like predictions okay. and stuff. Talked a little bit earlier about without going over exactly everything that everyone's heard. <laughs> but Microsoft like to open with the third party. So you're talking Skyrim, Black Ops. Yeah. You're talking Resident Evil. All games they got some kind of degree of exclusivity on. Last year it was, uh, of course, Modern Warfare Three and Tomb Raider. Yeah. I think the two and they Mass led Effect. away with. 
Mass Effect as There's well. There's a very yeah, good chance the A might turn up on their stage actually and show Crisis or Dead Space. Dead Space. Yeah. So sorry, just to just to go back, you were saying about uh, we were just sorry, Matt. We were just talking. <coughs> excuse me, just talking about this before you came. So what was your point about 3D? Oh, so the next generation of consoles will be able to run the games. So I see. Gears, so in Gears a super high 3, resolution so in 3D. Gears of War 3 comes out on, um, say it was out for the Durango spec. Yeah. You'll be able to run it in incredible resolution in 3D. I tell you, man, the game, would, 60 look, frames. The game would look unbelievable. I tell you what, 60 frames is so powerful oh, as well. When, like, what makes COD so yeah. good is that 60 frames. So the return, Part of what makes so the return it. And those buttery controls. So the return to the good PC port has just started the last year or so. So say Max Payne 3 is out on the PC in a few days. And it's going to have uh, the the textures are four times as sharp, four times the resolution. Uh, it's like a t- thirty gig install on PC. Yeah, isn't yeah it? it's a massive install. That game will look unbelievable. Yeah. Like that will and look of course, like an next game. Right Battlefield there. was almost the first of the good PC oh, ports. My God, I mean that game. And, and, the Witcher, and the Witcher too. I had to get in. I, the games look they just look incredible on a PC. Absolutely yeah. stunning. And Battlefield Three was for years. PC stunning. gamers have been getting the old. Yeah, definitely. But this is, I can't even whistle. But if, but if, but if resolution is a given on the next console, I mean, th- I'm not sure th- three, 3D is. I mean, Sony will push it. Well, the funny thing was, like, yeah, I think, well, I think it was last year's conference. To 3D, so you went to Sony's conference last year, right? No, I, I, was, uh, I was an Xbox World lad last year, so I only did my. I think it was last year's conference where they had, they, Sony did their entire conference in 3D. Mm. You had to put on 3D specs and do the entire conference in 3D. I tell you what, I bet there ain't no mention of 3D at this yeah. show. <laughs> Uh, is this 3D not dead already? Well, it was to me. It is. It was to, well, it, no, I don't it, think it is. I think it is. Okay. I mean, what... You, so you agree to disagree? Well, no, I, I mean, I mean, my points before show why I think there's still life in it. Lots of life in it. I, I, and, and have you seen how cheap the sets are now? I mean, I don't... Everyone would just have one as given. Now, you, you, won't, you won't they be able to buy, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There will be no choice. They will all be 3D. I tell you that, two years, they'll all be 3D. Get one for like forty inch three D telly for like. What, I think it'll be uh, it'll be a feature, but I don't think it's a selling point anymore. No, like, I think I think a lot of games will quietly have three D mm. support. For yeah, people the who selling point to, now but... is things like built in Skype in the television. It's, yeah. it's things like no, I agree. Um, built I in networking. It, yeah. You're not going to buy a TV. It's not. It's not the revelation Sony was promising two years ago. I think Sony have got a vested interest in three D. You know, but we we you know Mike and I went and a few of the other guys in the office went to see the Avengers on uh, on Friday and. Um, and the 3D shat. Well, the funny thing about 3D is... It's just rubbish. You, when you put on a pair of 3D specs, you're like, oh, it's 3D. Then five minutes later, your brain just goes, yeah, it's 3D, and accepts it. So it stops being a feature. It stops yeah. being interesting. AMD and NVIDIA are still pushing this hard in the PC space. So I don't know if they're just lagging yeah, behind Sony. They, they haven't got the message yet, but they're still I'm pushing Also because they're pushing PhysX, though. PhysX ain't catching on. I'm sure they'll Dedicated be... Dedicated PPUs ain't happening. I'm sure they'll be, they'll be the option for it. And, you know, if you, you know, you guys know much more about the PC side of things than I do. And if it's, like, inbuilt, then it's inbuilt, you know, but... There'll still be the option to either play in 3D or 2D, and ultimately, I think people will still want to play in 2D because, for me, 3D just makes like nothing in that film we saw Friday. In fact, the viewing experience of that film we saw Friday was worse yeah, in 3D worse. than it would be lots in 2D. Of people do say that about lots of things. So, it's and, like- but if you you play Uncharted in 3D and the graphics become worse, oh yeah, to, to make it 3D, like the. The most obvious example you can point to is if he holds a bazooka, when he's got when you're playing in 2D, that bazooka has got a round end, and in 2D in 3D with the 3D specs on, it's like an octagonal end because yeah. they, ha- they have to take well, they have to the same number it. of polygons because they yeah. got rendered a whole scene twice. Yeah. Well, they damn res it, and they actually take away effects as well. And that's I don't know if that's been happening for a long time, but in Uncharted 3, I remember going oh because they've taken away lots of the volumetric mm. smoke and the pyrotechnics, yeah. so you actually get. 
reduced detail graphics as well as reduced resolution. But that's what I'm saying, that next gen will eliminate that. And all of a sudden it makes 3D, in my eyes, a compelling reason to play again. Well, the spec we've got for next gen, we've recently published in the latest Xbox world. You can read it there. That is for real. That's mm. legit. That's what we're it's hearing. Very powerful. That's what we're hearing from people who've very got the, like dev kits. We're it's hearing exciting, this. Yeah. It's in there. And it's powerful to the point that if you wanted to build a PC to that spec right now, you would cr- your you would cry. Your bank manager would be in tears yeah. at the amount of money you'd have to take. So, so when three sixty by to November two thousand thirteen. That spec will seem, I think, much more reasonable. Yeah, of course. So when 360 first came out, how many people... Well, I, I, I sold my PC. Well, I was done with PCs. It was, it was for beating, a few years, that was... It was beating most PCs of the, of exactly. the, same, of the, of a, the current day spec and at the, the time. The Durango spec will do the same thing. That's kind of the way consoles work these days. You beat current PCs, and then you then PC catches up, overtakes, and then you, it's time for a new generation. Exactly. Pellet. Well, what, what do you reckon about uh, the old E3 conference? What do you reckon is going to be big at Microsoft's show? I hope there are some games that are big at the show, to be honest. So I'm, I'm worried that... So you've got Fable the Journey, Halo and Forza. That's the givens. Yeah. That's about it, though, isn't it? I mean, we were saying... There's got to be a gear. We were saying earlier, you know, when Fable the Journey makes up that triumvirate of games... <laughs> nice. I mean, you know, you, you know you've got problems. Yeah. I mean, Halo 4, yeah. Forza Horizon, I'm psyched for being a big Halo fan of Halo 4 is like a show-stealing game. But Fable the Journey, I mean, you know, I'm sure it'll be... Uh, fun, you know, but it's, it's second tier. It's a second tier yeah. game. I think it's time to leave Gears for a bit. Or you, I mean, I must admit, when you said Gears again, I was expecting to go, oh, I've slogged my way through Gears of War 3. I, it was a really good game, but I, I don't know, it didn't... And Gears of War 3 went in the wrong direction, man. Uh, Making it a four-player game, you can play that game with barely touching the controller because your AI teammates are so effective. They were good, man. They'll just tear up just the enemy. My, every time I got involved, they'd die and they just had to go stop being just really lying. efficient like, killers and save me. It's like Cliffy B said. They got, they, they, if, you, if all four of you point your guns at one character and pull the trigger, he'll die in like one-fifth of a second yeah. or something. Like That's how much firepower you're bringing to the fight. You're right. You get shot. You drop down. Your buddy comes over, picks you up. And you just carry on. Mm. It was the game... It isn't necessarily a complaint that a game's too easy because you just bump the difficulty setting up. It wasn't that it was too easy. It was it was consequenceless. There was no consequence to anything. If you didn't shoot someone, someone else would do it for you. If you dropped on down, someone else would pick you up. So that said, is 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 a, is a year enough time to forget gears? I mean, you you want another one now? Well, I, th- I think we'll see. Them? I'm not saying I necessarily want one now, but I think. Microsoft don't have a lot in their stable, like mm. really, when you think about they it. And definitely I definitely don't have a lot for 2013. And I, I just see that being as an obvious go-to game for them. Like we were hearing like news of a spin-off one a year and a half ago, mm, like yeah. longer, like all the Exile rumours and stuff. Mm. I reckon we'll see something. It might be a Kinect game. I don't well, know. Well, Exile's I, I been officially cancelled. I mean, uh, Exile was officially off the cards. Cliffy B said, yeah, we, we scrapped that project. But, you know, but they they have to be doing something. I don't know. I could I could just the, uh, see them. People can fly. Now. People can fly. Release Bulletstorm like a long time ago at this point. Yeah, they did. Yeah. If they were looking at releasing a game in May 2013, yeah, they could do it. And Microsoft need games for 2013 because let's say they're releasing a new platform in November 2013, which they are. Mm-hmm. Then they've got a year to fill. Because this year is Christmas. They're releasing Fable, Halo, and Forza all mm-hmm. at once. Mm-hmm. So what? What is there for Xbox owners in April? Well, there's things like Bioshock, there's things like Tomb Raider. Mm. That's third-party stuff. Don't he- forget Aliens, Mike. Aliens, <laughs> Colonial Marines, which has been delayed again. Devil May Cry also just slipped to 2013. Yeah. Devil May Cry's delay is a tactical delay, I'm mm. convinced, because I've played that game a few times, and what I've played didn't feel like vertical slices. Maybe they think it needs more polish, it's and it will frame get more rate polish. Out. Frame rate was pretty smooth, oh, I don't know what I played. But 
you know, but you know that to aliens ain't no tactical delay. That's a delay because Gearbox have <laughs> once again <laughs> just decided, like, oh well, you know, it's got slept again. Do you think it's ironic that they ended up taking on the Duke Nukem franchise, given that they are the kings of themselves yeah. of vaporware? Well, maybe in um, like a couple of years' time, 3D Realms can step in and help them release Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that would be beautiful. But yeah, you're right. I mean, next year is just barren. I mean, it's. it's yeah. I mean, if, after, if, after if, the, if we thought it we, is, after we were those talking g- this year earlier on before it's Matt got great in. games. You guys are so no, is we, there? We were talking what, what are they Last then? of Us is coming out. There's all the games that we just talked about. No, it's not coming on Xbox. Years. Yeah, not on Xbox. Oh, is this an Xbox podcast? Yes. Oh, uh, well, it is Xbox <laughs> World. <laughs> so uh, sorry, yeah. but we, there are good games coming, but there's not enough good games coming. Like we've got loads of those games. There's no promise for the future because if you don't, that's why developers like Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo are announcing the next gen, oh, yeah. but Microsoft and Sony have to make some mention of their next gen plans. Otherwise, when Christmas rolls around, everyone's going to go, I might as well get a Wii U because there's nothing coming yeah. to Xbox. There's nothing yeah. coming to PS3. No I mean, so, Sony killed Dreamcast just by announcing PS2, mm. not by releasing it, by announcing it. If Sony and Microsoft want to, they can dreamcast the Wii U. Mm. They can make sure nobody buys a Wii U just on the promise of new hardware. Mm. And that's what they're up against. Because otherwise, people get excited about new hardware. They always do. They can say, I can play Aliens Colonial Marines on my Xbox. Or I can play a better-looking Aliens Colonial Marines with cool motion tracking features on the control on the on the controller itself mm. on my new Wii U, which I'm really excited about owning. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. Completely. I mean, I I think that if it, how big an, an E3 Nintendo have is entirely dependent on Microsoft and Sony. Yeah. Like because the buzz in the office where we work is, yeah, we're all yeah we're all excited about Wii U. You know, we're excited about seeing what it what we're it's capable of doing. To see what Let's see what yeah. what Microsoft and Sony do. You know, and if they don't do anything, it'll be a massive E3 from Nintendo. Oh, massive. Nintendo, yeah, Nintendo will steal it completely. But if they come out and they say, and by the way, here's Forza Five running on next gen hardware. I don't know. I just can't see many PlayStation and Microsoft owners just just going with Wii U. I just can't see. It. I, I think, know. I know they're trying to get more. But if Wii U's got all, if you've got the best version of Assassin's Creed, the best version of Aliens, Colonial Marines. You want to buy a new console just for that, knowing that there's some monsters around. But it's not just like for that new as hardware. Well. And as Matt said, it's not just like you know. It's gonna if have you Mario. get a Wii U, you're gonna you, you're gonna come with the Mario. You're gonna come with the Zelda's. You're gonna get the retro Wario games. I just don't think the guys that own PS3s and Xboxes give a shit about that kind of. I, thing. I really, I really, I, I think that I think they do. I mean, I think that you know we're all like games, you know, fans. We play games and stuff, and I think that we're all, you know. I would consider myself. I mean, I've got an Xbox 360 at home. I don't play PlayStation. I don't play Wii, but I'm quite excited to see what. What, Matt, what, yeah. Matt might be right about Gears, you know, because Microsoft need to give people a reason not to get rid of their Xbox next year. They need, they need to give people a reason to do that. And, you know, they're going to sell you on services at E3. They're going to go, oh, you can play Netflix, you can do this, you can do that. Facebook, Skype's coming to Xbox. What, when's Halo out, Mike? Uh, November. November. Oh, is it? Yeah. So they've got nothing for next year. Yeah. Now, unless they slip Forza, which is a possibility, but I don't think it's going to happen. They've got nothing at all on the, on the slate for next year. Mm. So... A Gears is a compelling reason to own an Xbox. Because remember, they're going to still want to be selling Xbox 360s next year. They want people to be picking up the hardware. Yeah, yeah. Nothing sells hardware like big games. Yeah. You know, they, 
they might they might slip Forza, but they'll only slip Forza if they're not launching next gen hardware at the end of the year because they will have a Forza ready for next gen hardware. Yeah. They just have to. It's true, and the whole point of Forza Horizon is so they can Stop do the gap. COD yeah. Yeah. style thing. One year you have Playground do Horizon, the next year you have Turn Ten do Forza proper. Then it goes back and forth. And so back this and is forth. going right out of limb. But do you reckon in any world they might have a Gears of War prequel prep for current hardware, but also? next-gen hardware. It would demo on this-gen's hardware. Make As, no mistake, they yeah. wouldn't show the next-gen demo. <laughs> mm. just, but, but do you maybe. know what I mean? That literally, it's the same game, but you just get it with incredibly improved graphics. I know that sounds like We're going to see a lot of that. No, we, saw, we saw some of that at the start of this. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw like gun. Hitman Blood Money Gun was like on oh, yeah, both. And then if you rewind back to... To like when the PS2 launched, you had titles such as Vagrant Story, which worked on the PS1, but when you played it through the PS2 and changed a couple of the settings, like it was, yeah, up rest. So, um, even God of War two had a high def mode if you uh, if you yeah, so, the cheat code in. So I think I mean I think we were speculating on this a couple of uh, years ago with Forza four that mm. some of the car models were too high res you know mm. too good for the yeah, 360 yeah. to render. Yeah. Like speculating, well, when you pop it in the 720 whatever mm. the Durango, I'm just, I'm still would it already be of a better? Of course, quality? at that time we were anticipating the new hardware coming a little oh, sooner. Yes. I'm still, I'm still working out how they did those Red Dead Redemption demos that ran at 60 frames a second with about a million horsepower. <laughs> you know, there's still no PC version. I can't believe there's no PC version of Red Dead. Oh, That's bizarre. Well, you know, Microsoft are going to have, I think, generally speaking, even if they announce only the stuff we exactly know they're going to show, it's going to be an interesting show. It'll be the first public demo of Halo 4. Mm. It'll be the first public demo of uh, Dawnguard. Dawnguard's going to be exciting. People want, That's gonna be want big. Skyrim DLC and it'll be a big chunk of content mm. it's not going to be one tiny little bit of DLC well, yeah you've got to capitalise on their promise of connect powered sports games that Peter Moore came out with last year that's true as it might be time for him to show FIFA or more yeah. likely Madden running because it's going on Spike TV so they'll show Madden running with uh, connect support maybe we excited about that no <laughs> I, I don't I don't know how FIFA will work with connect I don't I can't well, you shout at the screen all the way through every game you play, so maybe if it's voice <laughs> maybe, control, yeah. you shout, like make her run, they yeah. all make her yeah, run. Maybe. Yeah, rather maybe. Than voice, but yeah, rather than, than motion Movement, control, it's, yeah. it's voice. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you can shout at the screen like, Torres, make her run! Like, yeah. is that not Xbox a... doesn't understand anything I say. Connect's like voice control is good, though. The, vo- the yeah. voice control's yeah. brilliant, but I'll tell you what, it's, I know I keep going, I've always gone on about it, but... I played a bit of like Once Upon a Monster with Aaron the other night, and that oh, thing all the best games. <laughs> that thing is just like it spazzes out all the time, and that's like probably one of the best Connect titles. I, t- I tell you what, I I also think Connect's voice control is uh, is really good, but sometimes it's too good because when I'm watching Netflix and I'm watching like an episode of The Office or whatever, occasionally it'll register like what Michael Scott is saying on screen is like stop or something. Oh right, and it keeps pausing the show. Yeah, I watch it. It's like God, there should be a, c- a command where you go you just read. It's like Xbox lock, and it just locks yeah. all voice yeah. controls. Absolutely. You say Xbox unlock. Mm. It should be not even unlock. It should be like unlock now, please Xbox, Mister. It should be like mm. a sequence mm. of or unlock one two three. It should mm. be like something random. Yeah, it should well, be random, so, well, it should be some a yeah. command which make, wakes it up. So because mm. I've had that, I've been watching episodes of stuff on Netflix, and it's done. And then you play, and it plays from like ten seconds earlier, and then you get to the same bit, it pauses again. I've literally had a situation where I've play something five times through and each time it's paused at the same turning thing. the volume down or it's rewinding it it's like for oh, god's sake I need to watch it so uh, that's really frustrating but for the most part I've gotten really well with Kinect's voice controls yeah I mean I think the voice control is amazing I just do think there's like lots of issues still with the tech you know like the, the 
the, the recognition. I think it's so clever. Don't get me wrong. I think the tech is so clever. But the implementation... Needs more power behind it. Just needs, you know, just needs, needs more power. You said in like binary domain that maybe the, the, the hardware is good, but the, the software... Well, is, with binary domain uses a third-party yeah, voice which recognition is, which thing, which, cool. shows, which actually proves how good Connect is. Because yeah. Connect gets you right most of the time. Mm. Binary domain gets you right about 30% of honest, the time. To be honest, that's where most of my Connect voice experience have come from, and it's yeah, 30%, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> and it's because you're using Connect as a microphone, but it's not using Connect software yeah. as the voice recognition. That's crazy. That's, apparently, that's what makes Connect work. It's really good software from Microsoft. Mm. The actual hardware is pretty basic. You know, they, bought, they bought PrimeSense, the company which makes it, but it wasn't until Microsoft came up with all these software solutions. Like the voice recognition is just the same voice recognition they use in Windows. Mm. And they brought all of this, their own tech to it and you know, they combined their powers, Captain Planet style, and they end up with this device which they can sell for $130, except it often doesn't work. That's the problem. Mm. Their next device will be bundled with the machine and should hopefully be working a little flawless every time. What do we reckon? Put this to Matt first, actually. Oh, what do you reckon spot. about the potential of maybe. Hideo Kojima turning up on Microsoft stage. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me at all. He's done it before. We believe he's at the show. He's um, he's de Rising's definitely at the show, but he's not there representing Rising as far as we know. Hmm. So, oh, so it turned up with something else. Something else. What could that be? This is yeah. this is pure speculation on my part. I should say, it's um, it's um. A very, it's a very high because Kojima's been tweeting about this. Yeah. You know, there are no secrets in the world of Twitter, no. so Kojima's been tweeting about, "Hey, we got our E3 demo ready for Rising and stuff like this." Like, there's a good chance he's going to turn up. If he does, does he turn up on Sony stage or does he turn up on Microsoft stage? Well, Microsoft needs Summit, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I could see him chucking a load of money. But don't Sony need something as well? We, yeah, well, yeah, but they I have mean, so many I mean, first-party titles. Dust five one four. Well, what are you talking about? They've got PlayStation All Stars. Oh yeah, PlayStation oh, Smash. Yeah, yeah, but they do. Yeah. They do have the likes PlayStation of, No Stars. But they do have the likes of like you know the Last of Us. Uh, you know they've got so many things. Maybe it's time to start another. They'll, they'll tell you what, the Last of Us is going to demo well. They'll probably also do the old. And here's more Killzone. So there'll be a Killzone game for Vita. Yeah, Grand Turismo City. <laughs> oh, so I, I reckon a Grand Turismo game is very likely. It's been a while. It might so. be a Vita game, though. Yeah. Oh, God. Stop going, oh, God, I own a Vita. They're brilliant. Yeah. Vita's nah, not machine. really. Not really, but... I, there are, it's, oh, it's, it's, oh, it's, no, a, no, it's a nice, it's a great piece needs. They need a big, they need a big uh, E3 for Vita oh, yeah. because there's not much yeah. buzz about it at the moment. Well, they need to show COD. I mean, COD is the game which sells Vitas. You know, handheld is such a difficult market now. You know, it's just like, a Vita is such a lovely piece of kit, but... People can play GTA 3 on your iPhone. Yeah, but let me tell you, the minute, they, the minute they announce Monster Hunter and COD, they've sold Vitas because COD sells it in the mm. West, Monster Hunter sells it in the East. Mm. And if you can play Black Ops on your, on your PS3 and then you can transfer your save straight across your leveled character on the online game and play the exact same game with the exact same controls the on the to toilet. direct port of Black Ops 2, surely, isn't it? Running it for, just run it at 30 frames. Yeah. I mean, it, like Black Ops is not a high-spec... Well, it's a high-spec game by virtue of the things they do. All the fog effects, all the smoke effects, the particle effects, the 60 frames a second. You cut, you cut a lot of those effects out... Then you run it at 30 frames. I'm not a tech guy, but I'm they sure they, they can crowbar into that. They do. Like, I went over it's, it's to... If you, if you can do a Wii version, if you can do a Wii version, then you can do a, yeah, a Vita version. I mean, I went over to see Treyarch the other month. Um, it's one of their four a, a little, four little cross-mag promotion 
Games Master out tomorrow. Oh no, out out on Tuesday, just gone. 14 pages on COD. But yeah, like Rob says, one of the first things they were saying, 60 frames per second, they hold it absolutely central to their vision for Call of Duty. Although you said that they brought, say... a, they brought one out on a Wii, but yeah, I guess that was before the 60 separate, frames. Yeah. But it is made by a team within Triarch. Yeah. It is. There, so it's possible that same team is working on a Vita version of the, of the game. And Vita will do a much nicer job than... Oh yeah, Wii. Because bear in mind, like Wii games were getting ported from PSP and PSP games yeah. were getting ported to Vita. Mm. You know, it was like they were, uh, to, um, to Wii rather, they were sharing their games with PSP, which shows you the sort of spec that Wii was operating at. Like Vita is, is sort of halfway between a PS2. If, like, if, if PSP was halfway between a PS1 and PS2, then Vita's halfway between a PS2 and PS3. Mm. You could do a nice version mm. of Black Ops. Absolutely. Sony need a big show, but the thing about Sony shows is they're always really weird. Remember last year, they demoed a basketball game for, two, for 10 minutes. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, I can't remember the player that they got out playing it, but he, he didn't know how to play it as well. Yeah, he was I'm, talking. He was talking a lot of he's shit. Playing with moves. The, the, and, the developer and him were kind of like, "Hey, you're uh, you're pretty good at this game, Dave. Yeah, not as good as you, Stu. But hey, this uh, compelling new feature is a real thrill. I can't wait to play it against my buddies on PSN later this year. It was one of those uh, one of those demos." Well, we can if if they do demo GTA, we can expect one of those compelling Kazuyamuchi demos as well. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when he demoed the um, HD Gran Turismo thing at Sony's disaster conference a few years ago? Yeah. Came out, played, did like three laps around a completely empty track, <laughs> and then fled. Stage right. The elephant in E three, of course, the the big monster of an elephant is going to be Wii U. Yeah. It might be just the only piece of hardware that's announced it. I mean, it was announced the last year. It is year. called Wii U then. By the looks of it, that yeah. leaked, yeah. um, the leak photo. Um, yeah. So, a guy from Traveller's Tales, for our listeners listening, um, travel guy from Traveller's Tales made the biggest mistake <laughs> of his entire career. A <laughs> career-ending mistake. At Matty Boosh. Matty Boosh. Matty Boosh, more like. <laughs> yeah. Tweeted a photo of, um, of uh, a Wii U development kit. That's what enthusiasm gets you, kids. Oh, yeah. Why would you oh, do it? And then, and then deleted his entire Twitter account oh. to cover it up. Yeah. Oops, well. <laughs> Maybe he didn't delete it. Maybe, Maybe just shot um, in the head. That's a big mistake. You're not, it's not, it's not the only mistake recently, though, is it? Because Ubisoft, with their Rayman yeah. Legends video, whoa, yeah. that was a, a huge problem. I wonder yeah. how, how big a slap on the wrist they got for that. The yeah. big thing with that was the old um, near-field uh, communication yeah. thing, wasn't it? It was like that. Because everything else was like, yeah, playing with Wii U, whatever. But. Okay, I'm going to take the role of the explainer in this podcast. Yeah, uh, sorry. The near-field communication lets you um, put, like, for example, a device with a small chip in it Onto the um, it's the tech used in the Skylanders game. Yeah, it's like Skylanders. <clears throat> so you can have an action figure that's got a little chip in. Say you've got it a Star Wars the world. Yeah, if you've got a Star, I mean, say you buy a, like George Lucas starts putting them to all Star Wars figures. You can have a Star Wars game where you can have a you pick up your Darth Vader figure, you put it on your controller, and it creates Darth Vader in the game. Mm. Someone picks up the old Obi Wan figure, puts that on the controller. Now Obi Wan's in the game, and they can fight one another. Should, should point out you literally place it for a, for a what couple of seconds on the controller and then control. take it or you don't have to like fix it to the, the controller or anything so solid yeah. um, you say that my portal of power for Skylanders started playing up so oh, I have it? to I have to balance my Skylanders figures on a little bit of plastic because it's otherwise too close Division. to the, uh, to oh, the portal old pellet shows himself for the man child that he is yeah. again with his Skylanders. portal of power I, like, I play with it while I'm eating my cheese streams <laughs> <and my laughs> game's been huge for Activision I, I have been the only one saying Skylanders is any good for the last year and I think Rob saw it last week and I think you'll back me up now you, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it before I've never even heard of it but I was very impressed with it the game's shat though Pele no it's not it's brilliant mm. 
So, that. so that you know, the game's average, so but, the, but the tech and the idea is brilliant, and it's not actually, it's not, it doesn't actually seem that cynical. They all seem quite passionate about it. I was quite impressed. And it doesn't take a great leap to imagine the game you apply that technology to yeah. either. Mm. Well, that's the thing with Nintendo. I mean, I don't know how much we want to talk about Wii U. Um, but I've been looking into this a bit. Nintendo is really exciting. The fact that they've got this built into their controller because you sit there and you think, well, obviously, Pokemon. Like That's the mm. one that you immediately think to. But you think of all their properties. You can have a, a Smash Brothers game where you've got all the different figures and you think, oh, you can have this and you can have that and you can have that. And you, and you think, oh, God, they better be... They better resist doing some of these. They better hold back because before you know it, you've got a house full of plastic figures. Mm. You've all, got a house full of I've got a house full of plastic figures. all these different Nintendo games and certainly third-party games because you can be sure that Rayman's definitely going to be yeah. doing quite a lot of them. Um, a lot of third parties want to play around with this sort of tech as well. Where does it end? Are we going to be in another music game situation where every game's kind of like yeah. a plastic guitar that each and every year? Exactly because happen. the we thing is, we've got it's got a very got definitive end point yeah. as well. Six hundred and fifty Pokemon figures. Like I, I don't think I can afford all of those to us. I don't think I can blag all of those either. I no one else. Maybe can. you make it so you can catch them in the game. But if there, there'll be certain characters that you. Like, you can only get as a figure, yeah, maybe, maybe. Only as a figure, yeah. but also, like, you're like, I've been trying to catch a Raichu in this game for ages. I can't get him. He's so, £7,000 on eBay. So I buy, I buy him off yeah. eBay, yeah. You know what I would like to see? And this is, I've just come up with this on the spot. This is kind of crazy. But how about you don't have Pokemon figures, but you just have a collection of six Pokeballs and you actually catch them and you can trade them on whatever. Mm. And then you yeah. put down your Pokeball and then you're literally like, you hey, like I choose you, ten, Pikachu, ten, or whatever. Ten, ten Pokemons inside that. And, and that's, that's a cool idea because that's. Actually, yeah, like actually, mirroring actually, what's in the, the game, game. Oh, right. yeah, exactly, or yeah. you can even it's got the chips programmable. So you have a Pokeball, you go to your buddy's house with your Pokeball, yeah. you exactly. put it down. It's basically that's a the idea. conduit for exactly. your saved characters. That's just, exactly the idea. You're yeah. still totally. spending loads of money, but you, there's the, there's a kind of illusion there that your <laughs> kids would love. That. Oh yeah, and then and then you get around it. the whole like, six hundred and fifty model stage of the day when they were talking about it. Like we were like getting excited about it. So God knows what little Johnny thinks. Well, when a little when a kid can like use say voice recognition, he can literally puts his Pokeball down on like the controller cool. and goes Pikachu I, I choose, choose you. you and that kid's going to yeah. be that's going to make his life absolutely yeah. like I said, that'll make my life forget the kid the thing with Skylanders for instance was that the figures aren't articulated no. so no kid wants to play like by backing no. Cinder and Fizz Pop or whatever his name is together you know they want to they be able to like mould them and, and, and do you think in, in a kind of re- weird reversal this can actually rejuvenate the toy market yeah absolutely because mm-hmm. these days kids don't I was yeah. chatting to um, one of our, our prod ed in the office at the moment and she's got two little ones she says they didn't really play with toys, they love Lego, mm. but they don't really play with toys the way we used to. Action figures and stuff like that. They kind of they'll play FIFA or go out and play football or ride their bikes or play with Lego, but they don't actually play action men. Well, in theory, this could bring back yeah. GI Joe, He Man, because yeah. you could have a figure, or of course Star Wars figures, because you can have figures that become a part of your game. Yeah, we had a conversation like this over dinner one night, and it just got really, really excitable. And people just came up with the same kind of ideas around this table. I tell you what, I wish I had a stake in the kind of companies that are going to be putting this I stuff guess out because rel- they're going to make a the lot The trouble is, money. how many times have we sat down around a table and come up with some really cool ideas and then just see like the execution? We need to pool our resources, guys. <laughs> that's, that's the thing, and then like we see what's pounds. eventually done, and it's like Not a modicum of yeah, what we've... But of course, everything, all those ideas are reliant on people, you know, on... Nintendo producing yeah. hardware that's capable of exactly. supporting all this, but also, you know, people investing in a Wii U and really 
investing in the U- Wii universe at large, you know. And I think that comes back to what we were saying before. Yeah, is there are barriers to entry on there, lots of barriers. Not just entry. that, but it comes back to what we were saying in that, you know, will people, if Microsoft and, or Sony announce their next-gen console, will people get a Wii U? If they don't get a Wii U, then it won't rejuvenate no. the toy market and people won't, well, it, well, it won't will, buy the figures. But they will, because there will be these pools. You know, Skylanders does not require a Wii U. Yeah, if it, yeah but, sure, but it's Skylanders at the end of the day. Like, Pokemon is the next level yeah, up. But if there's a U, no, 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 but, but you've got... If, if Wii U does it, then, <laughs> then, then PlayStation will do the it as well. Is, the tech is... So just, will the tech, the tech is The tech is, um, uh, you know, uh, universal. Yeah, but... You don't need to have a portal of power. You just need to have some kind of Gennaro... But they're not going to. You're tech. not going to have yeah. Pokemon on Xbox, Xbox 360, and PS. Right. No, you know. Pokemon's, Pokemon's the tip of the. But you could release no, a multi-format Star Wars game. Yeah, you could that do reads Star Wars. Figures, your your mobile phone yeah. reads it. Your PlayStation yeah. reads it. Your Xbox reads it. Your Wii Don't U forget, reads it. Part of the appeal of Skylanders is the cross-platform. Now, you'll never have that with Pokemon. No, no, no. I do understand that, but Pokemon is like huge. I mean, it's huge, and that's like you know in Japan, that's like along with Monster Hunter, a massive, massive like in. For, you know, like it's a it's a hardware shifter. But no, no, you no, know. kids I know in, in the UK, and I know, I know, I know, I know loads of kids. So <laughs> <laughs> comfortably, they no one gives a crap about Pokemon. I worked at a movie theater when the first Pokemon came out, and it was the busiest day I'd ever seen in cinemas. The day Pokemon, the first Pokemon movie came yeah, out, dude, that was like how many years ago? That would have been around like 2001. Yeah. I, didn't, I don't know, Rob. I mean, like, you know, I do a lot of work with CMVG now, and, you know, Pokemon stories always traffic well. And, you know... But people like Pokemon are, like, 25 now. So yeah, it's true. Still, so it doesn't yeah, matter. People are 25 like Pellet, and they all buy all the toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they're not, I'm they're, not, they're not the core market. <laughs> Obviously, no. I don't know. I don't. I, as as Nintendo once said, don't underestimate the power of Pokemon. Pokemon can do one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that must Microsoft. I'll start again. Nintendo's conference is actually the last of the three conferences. They go on the Tuesday, Tuesday morning. morning, and now we should translate this to our time because you can actually watch all these conferences on the internet at home. We can um, we can watch the Microsoft conference via your Xbox. You can actually look at your Xbox. Uh, although we recommend backing yourself up with like a decent internet feed yeah. from one of the major American sites, because the major American sites will all be carrying it. But in theory, your Xbox will be carrying a live feed from the show at about 6 p.m. on the Monday. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's probably the best way to watch it. Sony's conference is going to be around about two in the morning. Oh. They're the old. Um, that's the old backbreaker yeah. of a conference where <laughs> yeah. you got to really love games. But if you stay up for that, that's because you really. Are you going really to all the conferences, Mike? I am going to all the oh, conferences. Cool. Yeah. Um, now. If you really love games, this is the time when you sort of take a week off. Because E3 really is like Christmas for video games. If only there were two bank holidays. Ah, mm-hmm. well, there is, you see. You can actually, <laughs> you can actually extend your week because there's a bank holiday yeah. that... Uh, Which kind of spoils it for us because I love being in the, app, in the office when these things break. I love crowding mm. around one map. We yeah. always do, don't we? We, we do that every go, oh, year. We gather great. around. Last year when Nintendo's conference was on, we were just jeering. Yeah. Were we crowding around PSMs? Well, maybe that was a year before. I remember being crowded around a PSM Mac once. Yeah, uh, I remember for that Nintendo's too. conference. I remember that as well. Yeah, I remember that. That was... Must have been a couple of years yeah, ago. So you, you guys 10, have got you guys have got Monday off anyway. We haven't because the Americans don't respect Her Majesty the Queen. They yeah. actually, I think, there was a bit of a, a skirmish about that a few years ago. In fact, about yeah. them not respecting our yeah. our royal family. Well, you know that the um, well Tim Tim and his team are in on um, Tuesday. They've, they've they've been ordered in by the management to oversee. Because, is that because a bank holiday? It is. Tuesday. Yeah. So in theory, you guys doesn't stop. You guys at home could um could I think they're getting a day in lieu out of it though. Hope not. Nah, <laughs> make them work. Well, I ain't got a day in lieu. Yeah. <laughs> So but you would. Well, Just have to ask. I guess so. So 
you can stay up late and enjoy the PlayStation conference. Yeah, I think I'll watch it in the morning. Keep an eye on the crowd. See Mikey Mike. I'll give you a wave. A little, a little wave. Little, little cheeky give me nod. a hoot. Give me a whoot. Okay, no, I'm a Brit. We don't hoot. No, we don't whoop. We don't hoot. We boo. <laughs> we <laughs> politely go. <laughs> murmur. A polite murmur of disapproval. We should play bingo. We always play bingo. That's the thing. You've got to play buzzword bingo. So this is the game to treat yourself to. What you've got to do is Drinking pick, game. Yeah, you've got to pick three phrases that you expect to hear from each conference. And the phrases can't be something like graphics, sound. It's got to be something like... Um, pushing the envelope? Pushing the envelope. <laughs> yeah. Um, always on. <laughs> always yeah, on. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. always on's a good one. Near field's going to be a, a big Near buzzword. Near field's going to turn yeah, up yeah, a lot. Field, so yeah. you've got to pick like yourself a selection of six buzzwords. Hitting the crowd for massive damage. Well, maybe not that one. Oh, that's a little bit too. That's a bit. That's a bit. That's a bit. 1993, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we so you can stay, if you stay up late, you'll get to see Sony's conference. But then you'll have to be awake for an intense conference, which will again happen at like at six p.m. the next day, UK time. I'm gonna be there on the morning once again. Little cheeky nod from Mikey in the crowd. <laughs> a little, uh, little wave, a little hoot. And then we're into the conference. The conference proper will start at around about midnight UK time on that Tuesday. That's when the third parties start showing their stuff. Now, EA and Ubisoft have got a conference the day before as well. Mm-hmm. You're uh, you're pulling a face there, Rob. What do you reckon? EA... I was just scratching my back, actually. I know, but... I'm, I, I, I'm hideously sunburned for my trip to LA, so I'm... Uh... <sighs> Let me tell money. you a little story about uh, about <laughs> Rob Sunburn again. We well, just come back from like a toilet break, <laughs> it's some kind of toilet break. So cool, I was bursting. That's why I was treading water for that entire <laughs> kind of time. in here a little bit. Um, uh, on the weekend, as as mentioned earlier, we went we went to a wedding oh, and, uh, <laughs> and this was uh, brilliant. And uh, uh, Taylor had been in LA the previous week and had uh, got. Unbelievably for, for Rob got sunburn. Yeah, it was a schoolboy error. Schoolboy error. And he came and he said, Oh, I've got terrible sunburn today. Actually, he didn't look too he didn't look too bad, but he, he was like, he was. I've been exfoliating the, sh- the crap out of that bad boy. did have a little bit of a flaky. Swear on the podcast, and you can say shit. Okay. He had, treat uh, yourself, treat yourself to a little swear. He was uh, peeling. And. Um, <laughs> That's awesome, Rob. And, <laughs> yeah, and uh, so we sat down at the. Uh, I had a black suit on, and we sat down at, at you the. You look like you were going to a funeral. You look very smart. No, you look you look very handsome, Tim. Thanks very much. And uh, and uh, we sat down. So uh, Mrs. W on my uh, on my left, me in the centre, Rob on on my right. And I got up after the ceremony. We walked out, and we we're having a drink outside. And this again, isn't true. This is absolutely one hundred percent true. Rob left his entire torso on the chair. And I know. Wait, I looked on my left shoulder just to check I was all right. It was <laughs> fine. Nonsense. I looked on my right shoulder and I had his skin flakes all over my <laughs> shoulder so of my rubbish. suit. That is true, Rob. I was like, there was a few little specks on my tie. There was no other. It, <laughs> it was all, dandruff. It was all, all <laughs> over my suit. Rob's <laughs> nose all over my suit. I like the picture of you and your. Uh... <laughs> God, say, we've already nice. talked about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've already talked about that one, fella. But what he didn't say is I said, oh, that's a funny picture, as I was cycling through showing Greg's girlfriend something, and Weaver was like, oh, is there a picture of you naked? Well, let me see it. Oh, let me see the picture Yes, naked. yeah, I was so, so excited. Was. Yeah, I was so excited about seeing you in your pants. And then you asked me to email it to you in a higher res. I did, yeah. No, I can't <laughs> deny it. I can't deny it. I yeah. really liked, really liked it. next month's cosplay corner next month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was right. <laughs> We've got, um, as I say, um, EA and Sony and um, Ubisoft have conferences on the, uh, which is a right son of a bitch as well, because Ubisoft's conference is in the late afternoon. It's actually impossible to do Ubisoft's conference and get across town fast enough to get to Sony's Crazy. conference. 
Thanks, Ubisoft. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> but those guys are going to have a hell of a show. Assassin's Creed. Mm. Um, may, maybe a cheeky bit of Splinter Cell. A Rainbow yeah. Six. Oh, a Rain- Ooh, I don't think Rainbow Six. No? I think I don't think that game exists. Oh, really? Really? Well, they've just completely... I mean, the only footage you got of the game is that previous stuff, right? And they mm. came out very early to say that's okay. not... They came out okay. very early to say, yeah, it's moved, it's moved on since then. And then they sacked the top three guys on their development team. But, so what they're doing is another... Ubisoft shuffle, the old Clancy shuffle, where you get halfway through a Clancy game and you go... Clancy truffle shuffle. You you just (laughs) change the direction. They did it with Ghost Recon. They did it with uh, Splinter Cell, and they're doing it with with, uh, Rainbow Six. So you really don't think it'll come out, you just think it's had a reshuffle? I think the next time we see that game will be next year's E3. Do you know, like, I love Ubisoft. I love all those franchises you mentioned. I'm extremely excited about them. I love the new Ghost Recon game. I think it looks great. However, what I don't like, and this sort of Rainbow Six talk is backing that up slightly is them coming out with a great idea like Ghost Recon I've done two cover features on that game both cover features were totally different games and this third game it looks great but it doesn't look as it's not as ambitious and as exciting as it was Mm. as it looked mm. don't get me wrong it still looks like a great well, game you I'll know play, Splinter Cell wasn't as ambitious as well, their original exactly. plans and, and, and now I think I see what they were doing with Rainbow Six and I'm like my god that's massively interesting they're mm. really pushing the envelope here and and then I just fear for it. Wasn't there, wasn't in the case of Rainbow Six, there wasn't their hand um, uh, forced because someone had leaked a... They expected it was going to be a leaked. Huge yeah. 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 They, they leaked a trailer of it, didn't they? I, I don't know whether... Well, they, they, they were certain it was going to be leaked. They said, look, we ex- the actual intro to the video was, look, we think there's a very good chance oh, this video right, is going to yeah, get leaked yeah, in the next yeah, couple yeah. of days. We wanted to show it to you on our own terms. We wanted to talk you through the demo. So mm. They did actually it. do a trailer after that as well, two months. Oh, they did, after, yeah, you're right. Which was yeah. some guy getting um, thrown out of an office. It was a pre-rendered yeah. trailer. Yeah, it was it? a CG one, but that was supposed to be like an on-message one, as it were. Mm. Um but yeah, since then it's it's gone underground. Uh, I'm going to put a dampener on this and say I have to run in ten minutes because Patrick Moore wants me to do some more polishing. Yeah. Um, so shall we eat some when dirty you mean, sweets? Say Patrick Moore, you mean Robin Allway? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously I'm. Let's have some on sweets while we carry to, on talking. I have to run back. Oh, I had to take an early lunch uh, to come here. What you got, you guys? Um, should we start this with is this? the most free form podcast in the world? Should we start with this? This is some. Uh, in fact, no. These sound the nicest. These are supercharged. Weird. You know, I, I was um, watching tangy candy. Let's oh, give that it a go. Nice. So I was just, just, I was watching it. I was listening to a really good Liverpool FC podcast called the Anfield Rap, and they've started introducing other segments. So they not only get the old get some guests on, blah blah blah, do a bit of other stuff. They've also started playing music now from local Liverpool like DJs. So what I was thinking is, you, you talk about freeform. You need to have like the retro music spot where we play some cheesy MIDI theme from like Act Razor or something. I've wanted to do that for a while, but we're a little concerned about the legality of it. Just in that. Mm, yeah. Now, you could do you could do you could do game music. I think because yeah. we did we did a feature on CMG about that, and people loved it. In yeah. that in that case, I'm going to open this with the Mortal Kombat theme. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right, who wants some weird? We could do, maybe yeah. for this this week, Mike, because you, you don't have any music coming. You could do like a boombox version, where you do like a what's that thing called where they like do the old? Oh yeah, yeah, human beatbox. Beatbox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Pele. So we've got red weirds. They look to, like to be honest, these cola and raspberry, cola and cherry. So I, I, I'm thinking these, these might like be nerds, pretty nice. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You weren't able to get them to fully gross us out. No, they're cool. It's like the Aldi's weird. version, weirdos. Yeah, they're just nice. They're lovely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Disapp- chewier than I thought. Disappointingly nice. Well, I think it's like just like nerds. Or what? dweebs, you must remember those. Well, if you think they're nice, how oh, about the next one we try some uh, 
snot shots. Snot shots. God, I tell you what, I've had a, a few homemade snot, snot shots over the last oh, few on, weeks. It says, <laughs> says bubblegum. We'll say that to a laugh. Chewing I think your, 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 the, your heart was in the right place, but you've monumentally failed here. That's, that's not new, is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he means well, that's failed. Yeah. This, is, this is the classic nerd cherry, cherry and Coca-Cola combo. Well, there you, you go. Well, how weird. I'm, oh, I'm keeping these. No, you're not. Oh. I had to go buy these. I'm eating more than one. <laughs> let, let, let's have some mega sour brain blast. It's always about you, isn't it, Rob? It's always great. Hello. Oh, mega sour. It's so sour, they get their own little wrap. Yeah, these are quite sour if you eat a whole packet. Whoa. Oh, there are different flavours. So you guys have apple. We've apple. also got lemon in here. We've got uh Oh, they're rough. That's never a good sign. When, it's, when, something, when a sweet's yeah. rough, you know Just it's going to be... Ready? Right, yeah. Let's go. Oh, oh shit. fuck me. Bloody hell. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't even got my other packet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like putting a burning red hot poker in your mouth. Oh, oh So you've got all. You've it doesn't all got, get any better. You've all got apple. I've got lemon in my Where's mouth. It's like eating nettles. Oh. <laughs> no, it does get better. You sort of suck it a lot. I'm making my orgasm face. <laughs> oh my god. I, I pity the woman who's had to foresee that. Bloody hell. That's all right. I'll tell you what, I bet Rob will give her the best two minutes of her life. <laughs> the orgasm face looks like your shit face. Stop, stop building me up, <laughs> I think I'm going to be sick. Honestly, this is disgusting. This yeah, it has a sour yeah. centre as well. Um, shall oh, we shall cool. we wash it down with some brain liquor juice? Oh. I don't know what this is. I just thought it sounded horrible. Um, it's like I'm being paid golden joystick rates for this <laughs> podcast. Oh, oh, we can't do this. I think you have to lick a ball. <laughs> um, well, you're well, used to that. Well, <laughs> stop a Taylor will help you out with that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a roll-on deodorant, yeah. right? Pellet, you can test that one. Yeah. Oh, it's the sourness is gone. Oh, it's got a sour centre. Great. Bite into it. I need to get rid of this first. Oh, this. Just come on, it's time to lick a ball. That's underarm deodorant, Pellet. Oh, Bella. You brought in his links I'm again. Licking, I'm not licking your underarm deodorant. I, I brought a load of cups, but... Oh. I could always see if I can get a knife and slice it no, open. Just no, just I want to see if see your face. Ball, pal. Oh, God, lick it. Oh, he's, that's, he's oh. A, that's a professional. That yeah, that's a man who's licked some balls in his time. <laughs> that's, cur- that's curiously arousing. I have licked worse balls in my time. <laughs> <laughs> that's disappointingly nice okay. Yeah, it's oh not bad. Gosh. Um, snot shots to finish off. All right. I like those. Can I have another one? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can help yourself. So you're the old dose stuff on energy drink and oh oh, oh that's not, oh, it's wait. like rocks it's like heroin oh yeah it's like um thank you Pat. it's like heroin gonna melt in and these are, oh these are just like um we are gonna go back to talking about e3 in a minute listeners oh. I, I promise we see go. if we had any quality control whatsoever what we would do is we would re-edit the podcast around yeah, if it. you had any quality control i wouldn't be here <laughs> <laughs> mm. is, it, is it chewing gum yeah Oh, I think so. Yeah, mm. it's good. Yeah, it's all right. That this is great. Mm. I think the brain blasters on, win. You delivered grossness. Nice one, pellet. Sugared up to the wazoo now. And with that, I've got a fly. I'm afraid. Oh, all mm. oh, right. I'm sorry to ditch you guys. Oh, sorry. You're gonna leave the stuff here. No. Well, you can have the sours because they're disgusting. I'm having the weirds. Oh, what? And I'm having my tasty <laughs> balls. <laughs> <laughs> You enjoy playing with your ball later. Thank you very much, guys. All right, Pallet. Thank you, Pallet. It's been a pleasure. Well. Well. 
You say that. It's not going too far. See you later. Bye. Bye, Pella. Should we actually talk like... So we're still going to talk Ubisoft now? We're going to talk Ubisoft more? Or, or there are so many games to talk about. Yeah. And all we've talked about so far is my... Well, EA um, were expecting to roll in with their new Need for Speed. Oh, gosh. How great. And that's... We, we, you know, it's almost certainly made by Criterion, right? Uh, is Sim, is it, did Simbin do Shift? Sorry? Who did Shift? Was it, that was Simbin. Oh, not sorry. Yeah, that was um, Slightly Mad. Slightly Mad. I get Simbin to do a Need for Speed. I'll get it back on the road. Simbin would be good to do a Need for Speed, Brilliant. but it would be very, very dry. It would, but well, yeah, but I'm sure they could. I'm sure they could come to some kind of developmental compromise. Well, those guys are doing their Project Cars thing now. Mm. Um, the guys are slightly yeah, mad, and, Slight, and Simbin are still PC only. Project Cars isn't coming out till 2013. Well, it's, it's, you can even you, if you're contributing to Project, you can play it right now. I mean, it's still, mm. there's nothing really to play apparently. Um, yeah, right. slightly, slightly mad did it. Hell of a job with Shift, like a really good job. If anything, Shift is its own brand now. Shift is like a thing that stands apart from Need for Speed. Because Need for Speed is supposed to be like a popular arcade racer. Rob's eating another sweet. Ah, he hates it, but he likes it. Well, actually, how? This one's even worse. It's like, oh, it tastes so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it, I like it. <laughs> that face. It's a face of a man who likes the plane. I'll tell you what I'm excited about now is, is having... I mean, I was excited about it, but not not like hugely pumped. But having played the sniper challenge, I'm excited to see Hitman though. Yeah, sniper challenge proves they get what it is to th- th- what the essence of Hitman is, mm. which is watching, waiting, and timing, and getting guys just the right moment. Yeah, sniper challenge is kind of like that in a very small microcosm, if you get what I mean. Mm. It's like it's it's like a Hitman level where your only method of interaction is with the gun. But you're still watching and mm. waiting and planning and waiting for guys to be in the right place and getting them and then acting very quickly to get another guy. That's something that... That's the very core of Hitman. Yeah, it's the essence of Hitman, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we talked about lo- we've talked about loads in the office and, <clears throat> you know, the overriding sort of feeling, certainly my feeling, was that I watched those trailers. I, I saw how they played out, and I was was concerned that they'd um, they'd stepped away from the sort of sandbox nature of the le- levels, but the to- a toy box nature of the levels. You know, you could play around with it. You could you could get to an end point in a variety of different ways. But most of all, what I liked about Hitman was the sort of slow burning nature of those levels they're sort of like you 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 know you didn't you didn't you were never you never unless you wanted to ask around rushed in and just shot loads of people so much exploration wasn't there yeah and you just waited you watched you you got used to routines the cool thing about hitman i was talking to dan dawkins about this the other day i can't remember if i was talking to him about it on a podcast so psm listeners might have heard it already but um the cool thing about hitman is you give another challenge and it's massive You'll see a guy on the other side of the map and you'll be like, they want you to kill this guy and do it as quietly as possible. And so you'll go, right, how do I get to that guy? Well, there's a security checkpoint here. And you'll watch and you'll go, okay, policemen can move through that security checkpoint, so I need a police uniform. How do I get that? And you, so you, then you Don't break that down into a challenge and you start, breaking, you start building your own objectives. You get the uniform, you get through, and you get to the next part and you're like, Oh, but policeman can't get past this bit. That's only his personal security. Mm. Now, are there any of his personal security that I could pick off on their own? Eventually, you'll finally get through to that guy, and you'll be like, now, is there anywhere I can take him out without firing a shot? 
maybe the first time you play the game you go just forget just pop in quickly and get yeah. out of there but the next time you play you start looking for that clean way to yeah. do it yeah. every single time you're building your own objectives and that's like that is something people are very afraid the new Hitman's going to miss because it's certainly the demos have shown a much more action focused approach but of course they have mm. every Assassin's Creed demo shows that you know, flying down zip lines stabbing three guys at once yeah, sword stealth, fighting stealth doesn't sell does it stealth no. doesn't look exciting mm. on screen I mean, there was the it in- feels exciting when you're doing it there was the interview that um I've forgotten the guy's name, but like the the creative director of uh, IO was was to, to, he might have been an Xbox War, or maybe I read it on CMG, um, and he was saying that you know they 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 couldn't they couldn't show in the trailers they couldn't show forty seven spending twenty minutes leading up to a kill mm. you know so you're right absolutely I mean it was obvious that they wouldn't be able to show you know, the, the the essence of Hitman but I'm so pleased having played Sniper Challenge that it's allayed all my fears about. And we have had one of our writers play the full game as yeah. well, and he says it's it, absolutely open ended. You get lots of choices. He says it's like full, like full on a stealth game. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can the shooting. I think is better this time. Yeah. So if you, you want know, to play it as a shooter, you, you, you can play can it as that. a good shooter. I mean, but, you could always play it as a shooter, but not as a good one. No, for me, you know, it it betrays the the brilliance of Hitman to play it like a shooter. Sure, you can shoot when things go wrong. We've all done that. Yeah. But. Uh, you know, play it like a stealth game. It's not actually uh, your first. No, you know, I mean, to play it like it. a stealth game, and you truly do get to see what that how clever that game is. So I'm really psyched for Absolution. I can't wait for it now. What are you looking forward to, Rob? Sits in silence, ponders. Come on, Taylor. This is, ra- yeah, this is radio, not dead silence. I don't know. I'm not really like. Oof, I'm kind of playing all the games I'm the excited about. The funny thing about is this year's E3 is that most of the big games have been announced already yeah. or have been so heavily hinted at we know they exist. Dead Space. Mm. I'm not is, looking forward to that. Is it? No, I, don't really? like the, I don't like the direction the series is heading. And I just the got first a feeling, game is so good. I just got a feeling it's just going to keep going towards shooter. I, I really worry about EA. I, it looked so good a few years ago. It all looked so good. I like their ideas about their strategy going forward. You know, like the... Yeah, they've got some of the strongest core franchises, especially their sports franchises, which dominate. And what they were doing was they were chucking a bit of investment money on. They were taking a punt. Yeah. And, you know, Mirror's Edge, such a divisive game even now. You know, you've got people clamouring. It's like the Rafa Benitez of video games. It's like people, you know, some people clamouring for it to come back. Some people, you know, other people going, well, it was it was okay. It's done. It's We don't want it back. And then there was Dead Space, which was the success out of the two. And, you know, I remember Matt, ever since Matt started raving about it, you know, review great in Xbox World back in the day. Um, amazing game, one of my favourite games of the generation. Dead yeah. Space 2, so much hype. It's a good game, but I don't know. It's not as good as Dead Space. Yeah, it's too much shooting. Yeah. Not enough scares. And the best bit, ironically, was returning to the Ishimura in, in Dead Space 2. Yeah. And I, you know, okay, I don't know much about Dead Space 3. I haven't seen it yet. I know somebody who might have gone to see it. And I... I'm not. This is just speculation on my part, but I just worry that it's getting too shitty. Well, we've heard a lot of stuff leaked out. Supposedly, it's on like a nice planet. Mm. There's a co-op mode. This isn't. This is all in the public domain, so we're not blowing any particular secrets here. So, um, it's on a nice planet. There's a co-op mode. There's a cover system. Yeah. An evasive role. It suggests to lean towards action. Yeah, definitely. Although they are, if they're doing co-op, it sounds like they're doing it right. For but, the first time, yeah. it's a co-op game. Co-op in Dead it, Space, though. I know, but if you play on your own, you get like the hallucinations and stuff. If you play with a buddy, all of the puzzles in the game reconfigure to be two-man puzzles. Okay. Which is quite... I mean, if you're going to do a co-op game, let's do it that way. But I don't want co-op Dead Space. It's, I didn't want co-op Resident Evil either, though, and it forced us to have that. It's interesting, though, that, that they are going that route, because it suggests a wider 
kind of belief within the company that that's what people want. You know, they want these shooters and, you know, we're, we're, you know, COD is um, battlefield to a lesser extent, but COD particularly is so dominant is that it, everyone's like, yeah, I'll have a piece of that. Co- is it they think well, at, people want co-op or is it they're so cynical they think the only way to stop people returning the game is to yeah. put online modes in where they're not warranted? It might be that, but I do think like, that you're talking about it be, becoming more and more of a shooter, you know, introducing a cover Everyone system, evasive rock. Look at Max Payne 3 is, is a third-person COD. Mm. It's a it's a good shooter, and and it's got such a strong multiplayer component. A really good, really you compelling know, reason. Look look at something like Ghost Recon Future Soldier. It's sold mm. like yeah, it's like a bit like COD. Yeah, you know. But when you play it, it's not. It's it's not really. Yeah, you take your game and you make it look like COD. Even yeah, it's not COD. You know. So I wonder whether Dead Space might be a bit like that. They make it look a bit more. You know, a bit more action oriented. Maybe they're not. I don't know. But Dead Space Two was actually more action orientated. I mean, the, you know, that game's out there, and it was lots more action orientated. Mm. And it sold better than Dead Space. So I mean, that, that, that's yeah. the lesson. That's we. It's, yeah. Gamers are teaching yeah. developers to do this. Yeah. We're training them to do it by buying the action game but yeah. and the horror game. Almost always sells more than the original because this time at EA, you know, it wasn't I EA's agree. punt. It was EA's big marketing job, and everyone convinced. I agree. That's uh, from for for sensible people who are looking at from the outside looking in. Mm. But if you're the guy making the case inside EA for what the next game should be, you can guarantee they'll like well, you, you make just a strong case. History's filled with games like you know Shadow of the Colossus and Ico <clears throat> are the two that always spring to mind. Sorry, I'm not but more original. Of you know absolute creative masterclasses that just don't. Okay, they, they, you know they're so loved and they're some you know they will be in all our top five, top ten lists. You know no matter what genres we like, but the sales re- were the sales anywhere near as sales much were as, a disaster. Exactly. Even mm. even with the HD remasterings, you know, there's that cult appeal. But at the end of the day, cult appeal isn't good on an Excel spreadsheet on a balance sheet. No. And 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 that's why indie games. This is a much bigger argument. I'm not going to go into this, obviously. But that's why indie games are so important because they allow people to experiment. And yeah. and you know that big pregnant silence a minute ago when you asked me what I was looking forward to, Mike. Everything I'm looking forward to. I was going to say it's like Retro City Rampage is what I'm looking forward to. Mm. You know. Um, Fez is what I've been looking forward to. I'm not like some kind of hater on AAA games or anything. I just, I like to be at the cutting edge of gaming. And I don't think, apart from technology, I think the cutting edge stuff is, is happening in the indie space. Yeah, the creative cutting edge is really? certainly in the indie space. I mean, you've got guys like, God, we've got a guy who works on PC Gamer who's making his own game right mm. now, Gunpoint, and it's absolutely... Going to be getting a loan from him in the... In the it's exciting. It's a, it's, a, it's a great little concept for a amazing. game. And it's, you look at it and you think it's such a... A small concept, but it's he's made something so big out of it, and he's made it all on his own. It's yeah. been it's years of his life, but yeah. it's something he's passionate about, and from passion comes quality. Absolutely. You know, absolutely, absolutely. There are going to be independent developers at E3, but <clears throat> more than anything, there's been a, like the indie developers I've been speaking to. I've been saying, you can we can we meet up at E3? They're like, no, we're not doing E3 this year. Yeah, they're all so they're, they're, stuff, they're all they? getting a bit jaded by yeah. uh, by the show. So you look at something like Diablo Three, which has just come out now. I haven't. I'm going to be get, marking that for Games Master, and I'm really, really torn over the score at the moment because it's so slick, and the whole kind of pervasive online. Okay, there's lots of arguments to be made against that, but the whole auction house, the whole drop in drop out co op. This is all you know. The, the infrastructure is amazing, and. But the game is like something out of 2000. Mm. And it's just... Blizzard are brilliant at getting away with this. They did it with StarCraft. I mean, it's like an amazing game. It's a remake. But it's just a remake. Yeah. It's not even... They're not, put, they're not progressing anything at all. No. And, and it's the same with Max Payne 3. Jesus, the mechanics in that game. It's lucky that the, 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 well, the, 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 the thing surrounding it is so incredible. And the writing, despite what some of the naysayers may say, is, is really great. Well, look at Human Revolution. Human Revolution is... 
mechanically almost identical yeah, yeah. to the first Deus Ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 10 years separating them. So why is it so similar? Mm. Because for 10 years, everybody forgot Deus Ex existed. That's still great, though. That's the difference. See, Max Payne was always a one-trick pony. Deus Ex was a 20-trick pony. Yeah. And, and we've, you know, we loved that game, me and you and yeah, I particularly, yeah. didn't we? And, and, and so you can... Deus Ex, you can totally get away with it redoing. Was, Thief, you can get away with redoing. Thief, oh yeah, we're going to be Thief 4. Um, we don't believe it's going to be at the show, but it's still in development. I think it'll be debuted later rather than sooner, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's... Um, there are certain games which definitely deserve to be revived. You know, I mean, Bioshock and System Shock have, uh, have got a, a, a share a lot such in a common. a dumbed-down version of System Shock. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. So, you know... But, Deus, but Human Revolution doesn't feel like a dumbed-down Deus Ex. It just feels like a Deus Ex built for today. Yeah. Over 10 years, I think that's just proof positive like how hard it was to make Deus Ex back in 2000. Yeah. That it took 10 years before anyone else dared try yeah, it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a, a tricky, tricky game. So... Yeah. Predictions for E3. Let's close the show with some predictions. Like, skipping the whole hardware thing. We've, we've discussed that. We've done that to death. Let's see. the three From the three conferences, Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, one prediction for each. And I'll open what you guys think by saying, I think that this is the year that Microsoft will maybe, in pure speculation, commit to free-to-play. Free-to-play is changing everything in the PC space right now. You got like Valve are making more money from Team Fortress 2 as a free to play game than they ever made from it as a game they were selling. Do you know that the most second most downloaded game on Steam at the moment, or second most played game, is Defense of the Ancients? It's not even out yet. Dota. Not wow. even out yet. So many people are playing games, you know, they're, they're helping test it. Yeah. Uh, they're having fun and the community around it is enormous. That's going to be a free to play game when it comes out as well. Yeah, right? it is. Yeah. Biggest game in the world is League of Legends, supposedly. Mm. You know, it's, it's huge, huge in a way that. No game is, and if you go to um, if you went to GDC this year, you would have heard every developer saying free to play, free to play, free to play. That's the future. That's what they all want. It doesn't replace full price games, but it definitely supplements it. And there's so many, there's so much money being made in so many weird spheres, like guys who've got YouTube channels that are racking up, you know, a quarter of a million, a million views every time they they put a show out. Mm. They they are absolutely in demand by big companies, like. There's a is it Yops cast or whatever that that the Minecraft wouldn't be anywhere near as big without those guys two just slightly quirky Brits or whatever broadcasting from their bedroom and they, yeah. they've got they've got themselves a phenomenon mm. they've quit their jobs to like make money off this thing to make videos on YouTube crazy yeah and they don't even have big breasts <laughs> what do you reckon Tim I don't know mate you put me Microsoft on the spot Microsoft I didn't actually put you on the spot there because last week I said to have some E3 predictions ready. Yeah. So it's not quite on the spot, is it? It's actually like you were on spot seven days ago. Well, yeah, but w- when you speak, Mike, I switch off, so oh, okay. uh, so I didn't really hear you. There is that, I guess. Because um, last year they did like the big surprise was Minecraft, which is why I kind of expect them to pull like a PC esque surprise, mm. free to play esque. I predict thing. that Cliff Blazinski is finally going to announce that um, Alpha Protocol, the Alpha Protocol Shadow Complex Two is 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 ready. Oh, that'd be nice. Would like a Shadow Complex yeah. too. That's I right. wonder if there'll be any um, any sign of GTA Five at E3. Interesting. Rockstar never do, but then they might be. They don't. The Microsoft conference. to help them announce GTA Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just wonder whether 
so, so uh, one of those conferences, either Microsoft or Sony, but probably Microsoft. It would be Microsoft. such a Microsoft thing yeah. to do for an <laughs> And all GTA 5 DLC, exclusive to Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Peter Moore might have a tattoo. Yeah. tattoo. Oh, he's, not, he's a no, Yankee he's not stage, isn't he? Phil Harrison's going to be at Microsoft's yeah. conference, maybe. It's all though. wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Phil Harrison. World's upside Microsoft. down. But I wonder whether they might just have something on it, because that game's probably going to be beginning of next year. We haven't really talked about it, actually, but, you know, it's probably going to be spring yeah. 2013 uh, 2000 yeah 2013 so I don't know they've, they've got Max Payne out of the way we know Rockstar only work on one game at a time so I wouldn't be surprised if it, they got wheeled out in some way I mean Rockstar aren't playing it big at E3 we don't um, Ubisoft oh sorry not Ubisoft we know what Rockstar leads are making and I wouldn't be surprised if they were doing some GTA port for Vita yeah I mean that's a possibility they might even I, I mean they might even be thinking about about Wii U. You know, they have they have got a history of doing stuff if it's on built for this generation of consoles, and it's yeah portable to Wii U. So I think that I think Rockstar will. will I wouldn't. I, I don't know. They're they're a very difficult company to predict. But Max Payne's done now, and you know they're always always just do one game at a time. They 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 show up, show it off. They PR it all the way through. And they get it out, and then they start on the next game. They never have games, generally never have games coming out at the same time. Yeah, so. all the studios be working all at, all at once on different projects, but when the, um, the promotion cycle ramps up, mm. they focus like a laser on, as the emails we get in our inbox for the test, yeah. the, uh, the, the daily only, email. The only thing that might you know, uh, prevent them showing GTA Five is if they start pushing this agent, which may or may not be... In, in development yeah, for PS3. Development. It's just Could that be our prediction for Sony's conference then? Maybe. Agent. If they do Agent, then I doubt we'll see GTA 5 at the show. Hmm. I don't think they'll show GTA. They might, they might in the Microsoft. I, it's been, how, when was that trailer for GTA 5? What was it? Yeah, January? Yeah, it's about three or four months, maybe a bit maybe less Maybe before that. Christmas? No, March, February? February? No, no, no. I've seen about February or something. Yeah, it feels like February. Yeah. I mean, what, it's two or three months? It's another, what? couple of weeks to I don't know it might it might be you know um, I, I I wouldn't bank against it I think that you know if they wheeled that out that would be pretty uh, that would be pretty exciting Sony, Sony's conference is going to be Vita heavy it's surely going to be Vita heavy do you think they're going to save Vita yeah well for with Vita basically you're talking about wave 2 of Vita games yeah right? I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking Black Ops for Vita maybe yeah I can't see. I, they, they, can't, they, why can't they make that happen? They've got to. That, I would if chuck, they show I'd Black Ops running on the big screen, because never mind, Vita has a much lower resolution screen yeah. than what you're rendering for at home, so you could do quite a nice port. Yeah. If they show that running on the big screen, and saying like you can play the full complete Black Ops experience on a handheld, mm. that's a that's a killer app. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is a killer app. I'm going to play devil's advocate though and say that with a game like Black Ops, you can get that on every format. In, including formats you already own, mm. you know. Yeah, so but you can't play any of them in the toilet, can you? That's true. But all the, but, uh, but all the other games also have a. Are you so you're talking about bespoke Black Ops? Maybe no, 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 no. I'm talking about game? if they if they do a version of Black Ops on Vita, you know, you then have to go and pay for Black Ops Vita and a Vita. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, like whereas all, of it, all, the Vita, all the Vita all the Vita ports have been. So not ports. All the Vita games have been like. There's a new Bioshock coming out for it. There's a new Uncharted. Maybe, a new but I, I seriously, seriously doubt Treyarch will go out and do a bespoke Black Ops no, for Vita. No, they're not. No, they're not. No, they, they just won't. won't. That no, just won't. won't happen. They won't. You know, I don't think it'll leave the 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 bespoke Wii U version of uh, Black Ops will be Black Ops Two yeah. with a map on the yeah. 
Oh, absolutely. That's, what well, that's, yeah. that's yeah. going to happen so much, do we? There's going to be a lot of maps and inventory screens on that controller. A hell of a lot. Mm. Funny enough, Rockstar might be the ones that can save that because I think GTA Five will come out on the Wii U. I can't see any reason why it won't. And I think, do you remember all the clever little touchscreen mini games in uh, GTA Chinatown oh, yeah, Wars? Yeah. I don't. Rockstar love all that stuff. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll think of some cool stuff to put on it. Yeah, even if you've only got like, your phone keypad and stuff, so any yeah. moment you can just quickly dial yeah, a yeah, number. Yeah. And... It, it definitely adds an extra la- layer to the interactivity and you know, the immersion. I, there's, there's no reason I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. What about Nintendo's conference? Do you think Wii U is going to be announced well for them? Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll get it right this year. My only worry with with Wii U is I think that Nintendo, having worked on Nintendo Mag for a while and not seen any real improvement on this side of things, are pretty rubbish at engaging with third parties. But so meant to change all this. No, no, no. Well, so I think what will happen is that they'll get. They'll get ports of games, so you'll get a yeah. port of Batman, you get a port of Assassins, you get a port of Black Ops, you get a port of Metro. You get all these games, but I think that's enough, Tim. I think that the only thing that can save Wii U, in my opinion, is is, is this third party. Thing. I don't think it's enough. As long as they get, I don't think as long enough. as they get FIFA and PES and all the big sports games, Madden, because that's what again keep going back to Dreamcast. That's what killed Dreamcast. Yeah. Don't forget, Wii U is in the Dreamcast position. Yeah. So launching one year before. Two much more powerful consoles. The thing is, as well, when you're they launched Wii as a genuine, like out there third person alternative, do you know what I mean? Yeah, this one's not uh, in a way, it's miles more um, innovative with miles more exciting things, but I don't think it's as easy to sell to the public, just like the 3DS wasn't as easy to sell as the Wii was, even though it had some killer tech and unique, innovative tech. I honestly don't think a bunch of conversions for Wii U is going to be enough. I think what they need to do is exactly what Microsoft did when they went out and they launched Xbox and Xbox 360, more so with 360, was get these third parties on board doing stuff that is exclusive for the format. You know, good luck doing that. Yeah, well, exactly. But especially Nintendo, you know, Microsoft have ins. You know, they've got lots of American developers who they're really close to. But but Nintendo are useless at engaging with third parties. They've mm. always been useless at it because it's just not in their culture. Yeah. You know, and the the only people the people who will be developing the best games for Wii U are Nintendo. Mm. You know, and it will always they don't produce them quick enough. You buy, but you buy a Nintendo platform for a Nintendo games. It's always been that way. That's all you'll buy it for. You don't. You're not going to buy it to play Black that's Ops. That's why I said. That's why I said. But they're the best games to... in the world. <clears throat> yeah, but going back to the argument of earlier, I just don't believe that they're going to poach Nintendo and and oh, sorry, poach 360 and PS owners because no one wants to play. So I have a Wii at home. I have like every great game. I have Mario Galaxy One. I have Mario, Mario Galaxy Two. I have Skyward Sword. I haven't played any of them, and I'm sitting there going like, I'm playing Sniper Elite V2. It's gash. <laughs> and I've got like three of the greatest games ever sitting there and I just do not want to play them and it's because of the shadow gra- the shadow graphics I don't want to feck around with that bastard remote control yeah. I don't, I'm not interested in it I don't want it yeah. I want incredible graphics well no I don't because I play loads of indie games but I, I just don't want what Nintendo can give me I don't know why I don't want it yeah let's close the show with the talk of what could in theory be the biggest game in the world for the next ten years the new biggest game in the world which is three year. Yeah, The Witcher 3, Rob. Yeah, good work. No, um, leaked ages ago, leaked again in the biggest way possible yesterday. I don't even know what you're talking about. Bungie's new game, mm. Destiny. Mm. Now, any game, Bun- I mean, Bungie for like 10 years made the biggest game in the world until mm. COD became the biggest game in the world. But make no mistake, Activision will be setting up Destiny to be their new COD. They know, they know COD can't last forever, so they need it. they're going to want a game that's as big as COD. It's going to be coming at around roughly the same time. And they're banking on Bungie. They're banking on sci-fi. 
as a result of this court case that's about to begin with between Western Zampella and Activision, certain documents have been leaked. Well, not leaked. They have to be released. Mm. One of those documents was the contract between Bungie and Activision for a game called Destiny. Ooh. It's for four games. The first game releasing in, I believe it was uh, 2013, second in 2015, third every odd-numbered mm. year. And then in the even years... Be 40. In the even years, you, there's going to be a big chunk of DLC. So the previous game will be supported with big DLC. Is this not an MMO anymore? It's, as far as we know, this isn't in the, in the contract, a massively multiplayer online shooter of some kind. Maybe like Planetside or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's called Destiny. And the most interesting part of this is that it's coming to 360 only in its first year. For a year, yeah. For one year. And bear in mind, it's releasing probably, well, it says autumn 2013, which puts it around the time the next-gen consoles are coming. Mm. But here's the most interesting part. And this is leaping out of the Wii discussion we just had. I'm, I'm going to bring it back around. Just bear with me. The op- they've got an option to develop for PS3. Like They're not promising PS3. Apparently, they're going to invest $2 million into testing. This is all in the contract. Into testing for a PS3 version to see if it's viable, economically and technologically viable. But Destiny 2 in 2015 is definitely coming to next Xbox, definitely coming to PS4, and coming to 360. Mm. So in 2015, Activision is still going to be publishing Xbox 360 games. I mean, two years after the launch of a new console, Activision are determined to publish new games. Now, that doesn't change their mind. But, but they did do that for the... So, I mean, obviously it would be a scaled-down version of the game. It would, the graphics wouldn't be as good and so on. But think of this. If everyone, if, if Activision have those plans, then sure, sure as hell EA have those plans. Mm. Sure as hell Ubisoft have those plans. So does that not bode well for a Wii U? Does that not get, make... Does that not lose every, every advantage that a PS4 or an Xbox 362, uh, Xbox 720 has? I guess that might make us see whether people really do care about graphics. Yeah. Because if you've got this massive installed base, you've got a game that's portable across Wii U, 360, maybe not PS3 if they don't do that and if they don't plan on doing that. We've had this argument millions of times, but there's no other industry in the world where you really are required to upgrade your hardware on such a consistent basis. And it's only this generation for the first time that there's been a reasonable gap. Yeah, it's been great. And just for as many people as you've got, say, clamouring... Actually, to be fair, now, as you, you said earlier, there are more people clamouring for the next gen. Yeah. There are lots of people just going, well, you know... I'm happy to keep toddling on. I've paid for my Xbox yeah. or my PS3. Or Remember, there's a PS2 version of PES came out last year. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy Japanese. But that's the service like South, South American, American countries. Is it? Anything, right, yeah. okay, okay. Where PS2 is still big, and there's mm. still Japanese games I'm sure which play, but most of them have PS3s. Yeah. It's um, that game's probably not going to be announced at E3. Although after the thing, they might do a flash announcement mm. on it because I mean, it's out there. I guess if anyone can make. Uh, an MMO, a massive success among the harder hardcore gamers. It might be Bungie and a console MMO at that. It's tough, yeah. isn't it? I I personally have. They're going to take. It's going to take a big sell to make me interested in it. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, I know you're the biggest. How about uh, this then? It's a marathon sequel. Uh, do you know, Mike? Like, I know you love your Halo, and and I play them all, and I really enjoy them. But I'm still not. Cons- I'm still not convinced. I just think. There's a strange alignment of stars came together to make Halo amazing. Well, you know, the funny thing is Halo was great. Halo 2, not so much. Mm. Halo 3 was great. ODST and Reach, not so much. Mm. It's not like Bungie are a 10 out of 10 hit factory. Mm. 
They do great. They do really good games. They never have the best visuals. They've always got great multiplayer. Mm. They've got some great stuff for their map editors. But they've never. I never said they've been. They've never ever been. It's such a weird world because you know the same people that say Goldeneye's a great shooter. It is. Say Halo's a great shooter, and then they forget like the PC crowd were playing better shooters. Yeah. Years earlier. Valve, and, Valve produced more good shooters in the same amount of time than Bungie did. Yeah, and I just I, I don't know. I think Bungie. Okay, so I I personally think Bungie are massively overrated. That's not to say that I don't really look forward to their games and play them and enjoy them. I just think there are there are ten de- mm, there are five developers out there I'd much prefer to play the games of than Bungie. That's my intake. There you go, bombshell. So, yeah, no, no, down and out. <laughs> so um, sorry. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for crushing us at the end, <laughs> listeners. Thanks for listening. As I said, there's going to be no uh, podcast like next week or not the usual scheduling for the podcast the week after. But in the week of E3, we're going to have Andy Hartup back here in the UK doing the business, uploading our E3 podcast, hopefully to the Strongcast feed. Keep an eye on Facebook just in case that's not possible, but with a bit of luck, we're going to get an audio back from America, which will go to the regular Strongcast feed so you can download it just like normal. Pick it up in the morning, listen to it on your way to work. Slightly different crew to what you're used to, but give them a chance. They're lovely, lovely people. We'll uh, see you soon, and uh, we hope you enjoy E3 as much as we won't. Nah, it's going to be great. It's going to be good, though, isn't it? Seriously, like, not, not to end on a downer. I think everyone's looking I forward to E3. I can't wait to watch it from my leather couch. The, the leather best, smoking room. The best seat, smoking jacket. The best way to enjoy E3 is right there at home. Mm. Make no mistake. You'll know more about prostitute. what's going on than we will. <laughs> yeah. With a prostitute. <laughs> 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 nice one, Taylor. Say bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye listeners. Bye-bye.